now, introducing a man who needs no introduction because now the Drew Forrester is in the building. Nobody cares. He is Glenn Clark. That one bombed. That one. Yeah. That one really does. Well, you said yesterday that, was was that. too long, so today was intentionally well, yeah. short. Yeah, but you know. He's not in the building right. yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't. I wrote it with the anticipation he'd be here for the start yeah, of the show. It, 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 uh, yeah. Now know, that so, he's coming into the building. Hey, look, man. Um, you know, Tony Gwynn got uh, it, it was was out more than half the time he came to the plate. Yeah. And he might be the greatest hitter in the history of baseball. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> just keep that in mind. It's every, not. It's not all gold. Every, every now and then, you're just not gonna. You're gonna strike out swinging. Even Barry Bonds did it once or twice. Yeah. Like, like just I about think, that. I think just, just once or twice. Just yeah, twice. Just once or twice. It happens every now and then. Good morning. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Paul Valley. We were told that. Um, uh, Drew was going to stop by this morning, but uh, you know who knows, and it might be for the best. If uh, sadly he doesn't make it, that would just be a real shame, real shame for everybody involved. If for some reason Drew didn't swing in this morning, we got a lot to do today. Uh, coming up on the program, we are going to chat with our friend Trey Mancini. Uh, it's been a while, and Trey's doing something really incredible for healthcare workers in the area, and he's going to tell us all about that. We'll talk a little baseball too, um, but um, you know I. I, I really think it's neat what he's doing for uh, some healthcare workers. I wanted to give him a chance to tell us all about that. Also, a little bit later on this morning, Simply the Bets, as uh, we do it now every Wednesday morning at 11.30 a.m., brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. We help you get ready for everything you need to know for the Super Bowl this Sunday, Simply the Bets. Bruce Billick, uh, the uh, general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, and Aaron Oster from VEASAN will both check in with us during that program. Simply the Bets coming up this morning at 11.30, brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. So that's what's coming up on the program today. Um, Admittedly, I am not paying terribly close attention to anything related to like injuries or anything like like I there were years where I treated the Super Bowl like it was another Ravens game being played like legitimately was into it who's going to play who's not going to play I I don't know when that ended for me I want to say it has something to do with the correlation of when the Ravens won their second Super Bowl and that after that point I just could not bring myself to be excited like the Super Bowl was just the last football game I was going to be able to watch that season more than being some sort of elevated football experience for me like I feel no differently about sitting down and watching on Sunday than I do or than I did say on championship Sunday in fact it's it's actually lessened because on championship Sunday I was getting two football games whereas this Sunday I only get one football game I you know on divisional round weekend I was wildly excited because I was getting two days worth of football games whereas this week I'll get one football game I no longer in my heart treat the Super Bowl any differently than any other football game I get to watch which by the way football is still sort of what brings me joy like that's yeah it's the sport that I think is best on television it's the you know the thing we get the least of games wise so every game means more like the whole thing it's just and I'm not alone in that way. I think America has made their voice quite clear about how we feel about the uh, football as a whole. So I-, I can tell you that, like, I-, I have felt the same way about this game since the moment the NFC Championship game ended till this day. I like I have just not 
like what it is that the players are saying on media night. Don't care. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't tell you anything that occurred. And I know it's not quite the same because like you don't have the silly nonsense that used to go on at media night because they've been doing it virtually the last couple of years. So you're not going to get, you know, there's no Marshawn Lynch saying, uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like it's just not the same as what it used to be when you would get the formal media day and all of the sort of hijinks that came along with it. I, I am not, it, it is just the next football game to me at this point. And unfortunately, it's the last football game because of that. And I feel the same way no matter what happens during the course of the two weeks. Now, why do I tell you that is the question, right? Okay, Glenn, great, wonderful. Now we know that, thanks. I'm going somewhere, all right? Settle down over there, Jose. I tell you that because I told you yesterday I've been struggling with how I feel from a betting perspective, and the line still is kind of fluctuating, right? Like I noticed it was four points today. It's It has moved a little bit. We'll go to four and a half and back down to four. Like the line has moved a bit. So I've been struggling from a betting perspective. And tomorrow, I got to make my final call, or at least the one that's going to count for our picks contest. Like I could go down to Live Casino and Hotel this weekend and I could put, I could hedge my bet. I could bet something tomorrow in our picks contest and I could bet something else if I would like. But I typically don't do that. I tr- typically try to make the bet that I make on this show, for the sake of, like, this is really what I believe, I typically try to make that what I actually might bet my American dollars on. And I think, as of last night, I've made a final answer. I think I have come around and made a final decision as to what I'm doing as far as betting this game. Of course, being the showman that I am, I'm not going to tell you until we get to tomorrow, right? Everybody knows me. I'm the greatest showman. That's They made a movie about me. Um, got is Hugh that what Jackman that, to play Is that you. what that was called? The Greatest Showman? The Greatest Showman. That's got, what it was called, right? The, the, nobody better than Hugh Jackman to play Glenn Clark. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know there was a song, and I can't even think, uh, This Is Me. That was that song was a jam. Nice vibrato. Um, what's that? Nice vibrato. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. I'm glad you picked <laughs> up on it. Um, I think I have made a final call for how to bet the game. And I, I, I wonder if... What I'm coming to is, does everybody feel something strongly about this football game? Or was everyone as torn as I was in terms of how this game is going to go? Because I'm telling you, it took me, literally, I, I felt something. I, I, I thought I felt confident about it, then wavered on it. Has everyone struggled as much as I have? with how to bet this football game or what they think is going to happen if for whatever reason you're not betting this football game. Has everyone struggled as much as I have with what's going to actually occur on Sunday? I'll tell you for me that I think myself and the world expects the pass rush to be just too much for the Bengals and for Joe Burrow. So because everybody expects that, and you know the Bengals know that, I have to believe that there's something they're going to do to to negate it. So I have... like. You would expect the Rams to get seven to ten sacks and just be all over them, but the Bengals have to know that and they have to have something that they in place to to stop it. So now I'm I'm sitting there I'm like, I didn't against the Titans, yeah, <laughs> but but they but they got crushed against the Titans, still won the game. I know, and then they only allowed one sack to the Chiefs. I know. So are, is it going to be that again? I, I have like no idea here. I've I've I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this. And again, I think I think as of last night, I finally had a moment of clarity where I said, "Nope, 
This is what I'm doing, and I'm not messing with it any longer. This is where I'm headed with this pick. But even as I said that, I was like, I don't feel confident about it. I think it's more just I've decided I'm not going to think about it any longer. Like, I've just decided I'm no longer going to allow myself to... Because there's no new information that I can get at this point. I've got everything. I know what these teams do. I, there's no n- new tidbit that can be presented to me that hasn't already been presented to me. This is the part where I'm telling you I don't... I'm just not paying attention to media sessions and what guys are saying because it just doesn't impact me whatsoever and what I think is going to happen in this football game. I'm over that. And again, once upon a time, I was glued. Every little thing that was being said, what shot somebody might be taking, all of that stuff was fascinating to me. I'm, I'll give you a comparison. I'm way more interested in Kyler Murray deleting all of his Instagram posts, and I'm not remotely interested in Kyler Murray deleting all of his Instagram posts. And yet I've still spent more time this week thinking about that than I have what Joe Burrow has said in an interview or what Matt Stafford has said in an interview. I have spent way more time thinking about Kyler Murray's stupid Instagram page than I have that because that's how little attention. Oh, it's nice of you to show up. You know, we started at, I don't know if you know, we started at 10. Uh, it's not new. No, we're still doing the show. We 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 went ahead and started. We didn't wait for you. We decided to go ahead and do the show that was scheduled to start at ten. I know this is new to you. I had to stop and get yogurt. <laughs> I had to stop and get yogurt. <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute. It was a line, long line. You all right? At the you Royal sound Farms. like you're out of breath. I'm concerned about you. I'm good. Uh, What's up? You, when do you I, say you're good, do I have to it, wear a mask? Not to make Although I, I, I'll tell you, both my kids have it right now. I don't. I'm testing every day. I'm good. They got COVID. Yeah, they got the COVID. <laughs> and you and don't. It. I don't. My this is the even crazier part. My wife has spent every moment of every day with him, and she mm. still doesn't have it. Um, How those monsters? Go? Aliens. I, I don't get it. That's at what all. you two are. That's I really, I really aliens. don't understand it. I do genuinely don't understand. They it. They fell for the hoax too, huh? Yeah, they fell for the hoax. I don't know. That's the thing too. I don't really don't know. Um, there was one other kid in Graham's class who had it last week, but they thought he had. Are you all right over there? It's passion orange what? guava. What is going on? I don't you're, know. You're breathing what? harder, harder than yeah, Ken's Allison really over there. Like you, have, ah, you are, You you sound like Shane McMahon. I'm afraid you're gonna pass out. <laughs> Like, what What's is going doing? on? How's old Shane doing? He's not doing great. They just fired him. Like, legitimately, his dad fired him. <laughs> it's so bad. Really? It's so bad. What happened to him? He's been awful. Like, just unbearable. And he's 52 years old, and because he was the boss, he was still booking himself to, like, win the match. He's 52 years old. That's pretty like, funny. They have real like wrestlers in the prime of their career that look like Adonis's, and then there's Shane McMahon, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna throw the real wrestlers out of the Royal Rumble." I love it. So bad. So they canned him, so, huh? So he actually booked himself to win the Royal Rumble. I don't think he booked himself to win, but he booked himself to look really good in the Royal Rumble, and everybody was like, "This is insane! What the effort we doing?" You've been gone for a year, and they, just they so we're gonna get COVID fired. then, Paul and I. I don't have it. Well, you definitely have. I it. don't. True. Do you have any idea how many tests I've taken? I'm know. testing every more day. than you took at Perry Hall, probably. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I got it. I, I well, more than Travis Vasquez took. I, I got it a year ago. Oh, you I, fell. I, you I, fell for it a year ago. Huh? I'm, We're I'm, still doing I'm it. Double I'm double <laughs> and I'm getting boosted today. I've, I'm, oh, I'm superhuman. That booster is going to really help what, you. What took you so long? <laughs> I don't understand. That My, booster. I, I, honestly, pure. I tried to book, and I'm like, the only scheduling that they have is two weeks out. I, I want something now, and then just oh, did Jesus. a book. And did well, it. Yeah. You should be used to getting right? two weeks' notice. <laughs> no, 
not bad. That's actually <laughs> I, I hate giving you credit for anything. You know how it it to my core it bothers me to give you credit for anything. That wasn't bad. <laughs> it was quick. It was on your feet. I I hate it. I hate. Oh man. I, I never so want coffee anyone talking, to. By the way, is that what it was? Yes. I'm really worried about you. <laughs> you worried about getting COVID from me? You come in here, you can't breathe. He was, he was too busy. I don't know where you guys keep saying chugging that. yogurt. He was <laughs> watching Jordan Spieth highlight videos. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you guys Spieth. got into a fight the other day. Oh my god, what the this, hell is that all? Hey, about? Really this, goofs, is, this, this is this is now this is the tough people part. People have no idea what they're talking about. I come around and start talking. This is a this is a tough thing for me, right? Because you were involved, so I have to assume you were wrong. All right. But I. But, but it was about golf, which is like the only thing you know anything correct. about. Right. So I don't. Again, I don't, Lord knows, I have no idea. What now? What what was the what was the fight about? You I, think I I simply say that Jordan Spieth cannot close. Right. Uh, he and, had and Drew pointed out all the championships he's won. Yes, which all, he has won all, has, all the winning and that he's done in his right. life. Yeah, yeah. At every won level, win at the Valero Open. At every level he's done in his life. At the Valero Open in the last done five has, years. Five-stroke lead on the back nine of the U.S. Open in 2016, and he chokes it away. Two-stroke lead with four holes to go this past Sunday, and he chokes 2016, it away. 2016? He, he, at Oakmont? He had it, a five-shot lead at Oakmont? He had a five-shot lead. Uh, at it, Oakmont? It, it may not have been the U.S. Open. I can't, it, uh, maybe <laughs> might, <laughs> might not have been at the U.S. Open. No, it, it, it was, this fact that's not a no, fact. No, it was at a major. I, I may be getting the wrong major, but he had a five-stroke uh, well, lead. I think he, you were. He, he I think a, you are. He took a seven on a par three. And he had a five-stroke lead, and he lost by three. I, I think you're thinking of the Masters. Yeah, that was it. It was the Masters. It was the Masters. <laughs> it was the Masters. It okay, was. so why is it? What? What's the problem? What's the, you just oh, hey, tell John. me. I, I don't have time for all John, this. we're doing a show here. You say you're not getting any sound? No, that's, not a good, that's not good. That's a real problem if you're not hearing anything. Hi. Hi. Glenn Clark here. We apparently had an issue this morning related to our, uh, our video software, and I apologize wholeheartedly. For that being the case, but we're hoping to get back. Did you restart um, the video? All right, we're going to hope to make sure that that works. And then we'll go from there and we'll pretend like nothing happened beforehand. Like nothing ever occurred whatsoever. And hopefully I'll get a thumbs up here from John Colson in just a second saying that we are good. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Drew Forrester's here. You know him. He's resplendent in his Calvert Hall. Um, what is that? Uh, just a hoodie, I guess, is all we would call that. We need uh, Drew's mic on, too? Yeah, there we go. We're, uh, we're All the kids wear hoodies now. I don't know if that's true, actually. I'm not certain that's true. Hi, how are you today? Everything good? Oh, <laughs> uh, we have missed some, We had some fireworks earlier. I used uh, one of my uh, new lines on Paul that didn't get on the air, so I'll save that one for later. All oh, right, you want you know, you know, you just want to try to bring it right back? Nah. <laughs> you want to try nah, to make it organic? let's wait. I, I want it to be natural. Ay, ay, ay. All right, um, we will uh, we'll attempt to, uh, to struggle our way through and see what it is that we can't do this morning. Hey, um, do you just a, a, a question for you that I haven't? You and I have not even talked about this. Do you ever miss being at the Super Bowl at all? I would say that's the only thing, other than uh, us trying to navigate Hart Road in the snow. Yeah, I would say the Super Bowl. The first five year, four years we did it. I don't even. I'd have to think back when it when it became unfun. Probably Indianapolis, whenever that was. Was the f- the Dallas trip was terrible, but it was only terrible because of the weather. Indianapolis was the one where we got in a fight about the per diem. Oh yeah, that's right. And we kind of, we didn't say we weren't going to go. Yeah. But you guys made me go downstairs and have a meeting with yeah, the there, boss. It was a whole Let thing. Let Drew right? go. Right. Yeah, we did. We and did. And I had to go downstairs and say like, 
hey, guys, this is, we're not doing this. Yeah. We're not doing this five to a room thing anymore. We're not doing this $30 a day. Right. And I got yelled at and ungrateful and yeah. all that yeah, you get garbage. To, you get to go that, to the Super Bowl. No, it shouldn't, not the game. Right. You get to go hang out right. for a week. Shouldn't no, you never be, mind how lucky you, you are. Never mind that you're, you have a three-year-old at home. But right. anyway, it, but the first four, I'm thinking, I think I did eight. I think the first four of them were fun. I, I miss this. Is the, like, I, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I the attempt, only thing I miss. I attempt to watch like some national shows during this week and see, and it does nothing. Like, it just does nothing. What I think worked was that we went, we did different content during the week. We were doing something that we wouldn't typically do during the course of the year. Everybody sits in with everybody. We just sort of, there were no rules for a week. I right? feel like now. With the advent, not, not the advent, social media existed back then, but with the explosion of the ad, the, the internet, the explosion of social media, the explosion of everyone's got their own channel, the explosion of people, smart people in the marketing world figuring out how to use social media, I feel like less people go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some of that obviously is COVID related, but I just felt like in general, I mean, even what we what was our last one 14 i even that one new york felt weird like i remember monday and tuesday were kind of dead and oh, then yeah. wednesday people started showing up like i just feel as time has gone on and what, and i'm trying to remember i don't even remember when heinz ward was peddling sharpies i think mm. Sharpie yeah, now. Why would Sharpie need to give Heinz Ward thirty five thousand right. dollars? Fly him first class somewhere. Put him up for two nights. Let him walk around with Sharpies and do these things. Why would they do that when they can just have him do zooms and phone calls and sit at your house? Just sit at your house and do this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just don't feel like it has the same appeal. Okay, All that, right. it, that it used to have. It used to be a big deal. I, it, they didn't let you guys go to the game when you went to cover the could have. Yeah. Believe me. By the time Friday yeah. rolled yeah, around, we were sprinting to yes, the airport. correct. We could have gone. I couldn't have cared less about the game. And I went tw- – anyway, obviously we went New Orleans because the Ravens were in the game. Um, and I went I went the year it was in Arizona because I lived there, right? Like, I mean, what the hell else was I going to do? I remember giving my – the first one I went to was when the Colts beat the Bears. And I remember giving my seat up in the press box – and I forget that girl's name. I want to say it was like Amanda or something. But that girl from the NFL literally came by and was like, you, you have no idea how, how important that is that you, that you told us this four days out. We, we, we've got so much right. so, so much need for a seat. And I'm like, you, you, you can have it. Yeah, correct. We're good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's right. just not all like, that interesting. I have no interest in going, which is, which going is, to the game. Which is exactly what I said to everybody. Like, I was always like, I'll go the moment the Ravens are in the game. Right. When they're and in the I, game, I, I'll and go. I, and Otherwise, I, I don't I did sort of. I I did want my probably will be the only one I ever go to. I did want my first Super Bowl to feature them. Yeah, I didn't really want to go sit there and watch the. I think Saints I've, I've talked up. to. I went when I went Whoever. for the one in Arizona. I legitimately left at halftime. Yeah, right. I wasn't there for David Tyree making the. By, by the, the time the I Saturday left. rolls, Friday rolls around, man, you're you're so yep. ready to leave. Yeah. You're exhausted. You are football. Well, and out. for me that night, I found out that all my friends were hanging out at the same party, and I was like, I, "I'm going to go there. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting here by myself." We got invited to a party a- once. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how that worked out. We didn't make it. <laughs> we didn't make it. But you bailed on me. I invited you to see Stevie Wonder the night before the Ravens Super Bowl, and you bailed. Right. Yeah. Which I I do kind of regret. That. Yeah, I think you should. It was amazing. But I did. <laughs> but I did get to I did get to meet um, Jonathan Kane and Neil Schoen in the elevator. Who? 
Oh, from, uh, from, from Journey. Journey. I was like, right. yeah, They got yeah, on the elevator. Yeah, I'm like, uh, cool. hey, what's going on with you guys? Hey, that's, Jonathan, Neil, yeah, how are you? Right. Good to see you. Right. They were playing across the street with uh, Rascal Flats. That's right. I do remember that. I read it right from the uh, convention center. But the New York, that that whole that whole thing was a fiasco. Right. Right. Where we stayed, the windows were cracked. That's right. We I refuse to stay. I just up, went. We couldn't I, upgrade because it cost too much money. Yep, I legitimately. I'm like, so you mean we're going to stay in this room with the windows <laughs> cracked? And the window, by the way, wasn't like yeah. it wasn't eye level where we could stuff a towel or a pillowcase in it. The window was 15 feet high, and the crack was at the top of the wind. The whole top part of the window was broken. I said, "You guys enjoy yourself. I got a buddy in Brooklyn. I'm going to take the train out there." And Birds stay were there flying and in. I, I remember, and we, it. and it was, and it was no, I, February. It was freezing. I, I remember well. I saw what's his name the day before he died, um, in the coffee shop, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he died on a Sunday. I saw I him Saturday. Remember, I don't remember you seeing him. He That's, died Super Bowl Sunday. I saw him Saturday in the I coffee just, shop. I, okay, I just don't, I just don't remember. Right. Is all I'm saying. That's wild. Yeah, I was. I had somebody asked me, you know, Glenn, would you ever, would you ever go back? Would you guys ever do it again? We had talked. Just you know, we had talked. I mean, I would probably go back and work. I would want if you said if you called me and said, "Hey, dude, why don't we? Uh, where yep. is it? It's in L.A., right? This year's in L.A. Yes, this year's in L.A. If it were ever somewhere where I, I if it were in New York, mm-hmm. as an example, that if it would were, be the one you would go. Well, back if to? it were in New York, it would be way easier. I, I probably would be way easier for me to say, "Hey, you know what? I'll catch a train up there on a Tuesday and hang out with you till Friday and come all back right, home." All right. But I'm not flying all the way across the country for to do this for five days. Yeah, and right? I had sort of said when this when this came up. You know, internally here, I was like, eh, if the Ravens are in it, I'll go again. I just don't. I don't, it doesn't do the same thing for yeah, me. Yeah, you'll anymore. be seventy when that happens. I, oh man, jeez, listen to you. We've seen our a, team. What a jerk. We got no quarterback. <laughs> oh my, we got no this coach. Way, this is what you're doing? No, we this got no coach. We got no quarterback. We've oh, seen the team. Sakes. When you read the, the internet, uh, it, you would think the Ravens are three and thirteen every year. Uh, all right. Um, it's been a long time since uh, we had uh, we have caught up with uh, this man, and he's of course one of our favorites. And he's doing something really incredible for healthcare workers this week, and I want to shine some light on it because I think it's an amazing thing. He of course is Oriole Slugger and our 2020 MoGaba Sports Person of the Year here at Pressbox. He is our friend Trey Mancini, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Trey, it's Glenn and Paul and Drew. It's great to chat with you as always, man. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. Like you said, it's been a while. It's been too long, man. It's been way too long. Yeah. I, it, did, you, did you have anything going on in the world? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, anything? I, uh, yeah, this offseason. Yeah, I've been uh, trying to kind of um, you know get away this offseason and and uh, and kind of get off the grid a little bit, and it, it's been nice. But that's cool. Um, but yeah, I you know I uh, wanted to come on and, and talk about um, you know what I had done recently. It's it, pretty cool. This is really incredible to me. So I, I, I'm going to ask this question, and I hope you understand. I think I know what the answer is, but I'm going to I'm going to ask it anyway. Why was this something? And for those that don't know, Trey spent some time uh, recently making personal calls to healthcare workers in the area. And I'm going to again, it's going to sound like a dumb guy question because I think the answer comes off as pretty obvious, but I want you to tell it anyway. Why was this something that you wanted to do, Trey? Why was this something that appealed to you and you wanted to get involved with? Well, there's a couple of reasons. My, uh, you know, my, my father's a doctor. My mom was a nurse uh, way back in the day. So I've always had a great appreciation for our healthcare workers, even before uh, this pandemic hit. And then 
Um, you know, I think the last couple of years have driven home even further how much they mean to us and our society. They've kept us afloat and they've gotten us through this. So, um, you know, and a lot of people, um, you know, when, when we all live our day-to-day lives, we can forget that sometimes. So I wanted to let them know that we don't forget it, that they are appreciated. I mean, they, on a whim, will have to change their schedules up, maybe go, go in the middle of the night if one of their coworkers tests positive. It's just been crazy. So you always have to be on call, always be ready to go. And they've been dealing with a lot. And, um, you know, second, obviously, with what I went through two years ago with, you know, being being in the hospital every other week for my chemotherapy treatments during the pandemic, I saw firsthand what it's like in there. Right. And, and it was crazy. So I, uh, you know, I wanted to, to show my appreciation and, and show our appreciation for them. What What is your message been when you've been chatting with these healthcare workers, Trey? Like what what is it that you want them to know from your heart about what it is that they do? You know, I just want them to know, you know, that they've they've saved countless lives, and they, like I said, they've um, been the backbone of our country uh, these past couple of years, and I, I wanted them to know that because uh, I, I think they do know that, but sometimes it might be hard to forget, um, you know, when you're living your day to day life and and you have a lot of patients to take care of, and then there's been a lot of dire situations, so it's been really tough on a lot of them. So, um, you know, I wanted that message to to be sent to them. I appreciate that. Trey did this as part of the MLB Players Trust, and you can find out more. He partnered up with LifeBridge Health, and 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 are are you still doing any of these, or or there might there be more in the future that you, you try to do, where you spend some time on Zoom with with these healthcare workers? Yeah, yeah, I, I certainly would. Um, you know, like to keep doing things like this. Um, you know, in the in the coming months for sure. Um, you know, it was great and something that I'm obviously very passionate about. So, um, yeah, I'd love to to keep doing it. Did you did you create any relationships when when you were going through everything you were going through? Did you create any relationships with like healthcare workers that you still stay in touch? I mean, it, I, I think this is something that people don't think about. You, you're really seeing these people like literally every day. I got to imagine they became a, like a genuine part of your life during all that. Yeah, absolutely. My um, you know, my care team up at Hopkins. I can't say enough about them. They made they made an extremely difficult time much much better, and and um, you know they they made going into the hospital and, and, you know, it's not a fun experience, but they made it much better. So, um, they all know how much I appreciated them and, and, um, and yeah, they're, they're just the best. I assume it feels kind of weird to be doing stuff like this on February the 9th when you're not getting ready for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're at the ready. Um, you know, we're, we all are hoping that, something can come together soon but um you know that that also takes you know a, a ne- negotiation to take place so we'll be at the ready whenever the time comes is it frustrating too that i mean i guess as a player like you you, you know in the off season you're always in charge of yourself right you, you work out in whatever degree you're you know you want to work out you get yourself ready the way you need to get ready is it frustrating when these issues are kind of outside of your scope and you're, you're just kind of waiting um, to a degree, I would say so. I think as a baseball player, you have to learn how to deal with situations that you can't control or else the game will, will eat you alive if you don't. So, um, you know, I, I feel really good about how all of us players have stood together throughout all this. And we know that this is something that's much bigger than ourselves. So I don't think there's any frustrations boiling over whatsoever. There are things we're passionate about and, and, um, you know, you have to remember that. So it is a little strange, um, you know, not going to spring training, you know, after this weekend, but 
like I said, whenever the time comes, we're all going to be ready to go. I guess you, more than anybody else, has a little bit more experience of having to deal with things beyond your control, right? Like, yeah. In, in, com- yeah, in, com- in comparison. Yeah, if, if, if baseball didn't teach me that, I, I learned a couple of years ago. <laughs> Trey Mancini <laughs> is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, um, uh, Trey, give me an idea. You know, people use the word normalcy a lot, right, because of the pandemic. Hey, it's nice to try to have some normalcy. Um, you, you referenced getting away this off season. Like, ha- has that word normalcy meant something different to you than maybe it means the average person and, and what this off season has been like? It, it, ha- have you been able I, I, you know, you stop and smell the roses a little bit more, maybe knowing everything that you've been through? Yeah, 100%. It's, um, you know, last year – I finished chemotherapy right around the time that the season ended, but at the same time, I knew how behind the eight ball I was at that point, and I had so much work to do physically. I was just completely taxed, and and my body had changed a lot, you know, during chemotherapy. So, um, I I knew that I had to get going, and it my focus just completely shifted to baseball, and I didn't have a ton of time to really wallow or process what I went through or anything like right. that. Um, so, you know, I feel like I finally caught my breath on October 3rd, 2021 was the last day of the season. And I really took a month to just, you know, not really do anything. And, and, um, we went on a trip to Europe and, and got engaged that trip. Um, Can, you know, I, I heard by the way, the Can, congratulations, so, congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, just kind of getting back to a normal off season or what I, I've been used to, um, you know, throughout my entire professional career, it's been so nice and, and yeah, I have kind of gotten away. I haven't really had to talk about everything that happened that much. And I also did kind of, face a little bit better what I did go through and, and have been doing much better with that. Um, you know, the kind of fear of, of it possibly coming back, anything like that. I've been doing much better. And, and, um, you know, I feel like I've come to terms with, with everything much better. So I feel completely refreshed and kind of like myself again. Trey, uh, we'll follow this one on to the dumb question of the day. Um, uh, given, obviously, the division is very, very difficult. Uh, you know, we're, we'd love to campaign to just see the whole American League just be in one, one group of 15. But we know the American League is, is difficult. Um, but there have been some signs here. I know the record hasn't really improved dramatically over the last couple of years, but there are some signs for those of us who watch all the games, and I'm one of them. Uh, there are some signs that things are starting to get better. How how much better do you think you guys can be? And I know you haven't signed because of the lockout, and there are still some holes in the roster. But how much better do you think you guys can be, given what you've seen from the last couple of years with some of the younger guys and a couple of the kids that we assume are going to be up at some point? Yeah, we can be much better. Um, and, and like you said, things are kind of on hold right now, as we know. Um, so um our team's maybe like a little incomplete of what it will look like on opening day but yeah we have obviously a lot of room for improvement and i think this is the year that a ton of these dudes are going to be coming up um that a lot of fans have been hearing about in the minors and and there's a lot of exciting guys down there and and a lot of them are going to be making their debuts this year which is huge um for the future you know i think kind of getting your footing and and learning how to succeed in major league baseball is is you know the importance can't be understated so for a lot of guys to start that process this year is is really big
Is the left field thing as significant as everybody thinks it is, man? Like, have you started thinking about, like, what, 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 a ball that you've hit in the past that wouldn't be a home run? Have you thought about, like, you know, if they ask you to go out and run around in left field, how much different it might be covering that type of thing? I mean, I, yeah, it would be if, I mean, especially I haven't played left field in, in quite some time. Yeah, right. So it would probably be a little bit tougher in, in that regard, I guess, like defensively. Um, offensively, it's nothing you can think about while you're at the plate or you're probably, you know, done before you even go up there. So as hitters, obviously you don't want the fences to be moved back, but um, (laughs) I understand why they did it on the flip side. And, and again, that's something that falls in the category of being beyond your control. So, um, so no, it's nothing that I'm going to think about too much at all. I I surely hope I I wanted to see the wall. I wanted to see a Fenway park wall. It can put it up a hundred feet. I I would love to see that. That'd be pretty cool. Fenway, I mean, f- say what you will, and you, uh, Trey, you, you've never had to sit in those seats like like the great on watch like we have, but there is something about that ballpark, and I guess as a player, too, it's kind of, there's something about it. It's magnetic for you, too, right? But when you watch a game there, it literally feels like you're in a Little League stadium that they just built this big configuration around it. It was so cool to go there and watch games and to see the wall. It's and the, so cool. Oh, no yeah, doubt. It, it's amazing. You feel like you go back in time almost to, to when it was built. And, um, yeah, when we play there a lot, I'll go in the in the stands because we get there way before the gates open. And sometimes I'll just, like, sit in the stands, um, you know, and hang and just, like, look at the field a little bit. It's a really cool atmosphere yeah. and, and a cool park. No doubt. I was trying to think of – Trey Mancini, just another minute or two here with us in GCR. You know, you've hit so many home runs, of course, in your career. Have you hit an inside-the-park home run at any points? Oh my God, no! No, so, I'm, I'm lucky to have as many triples as I. Have. Oh, but I think this could provide that opportunity, right? You hit a ball out the left center Carum, field. Caroms around. It takes that goo- you know, the goofy bounce now off of. This could be the way that you finally get an inside the park home run in your yeah, career. Yeah, that, that could be it. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I could see. You know, I, I feel like a couple times a year we'll see a really maybe crazy bounce come off that wall, and and some wild things could happen. I don't know about me getting it inside the parker, but uh, I, I, I bet we will see. I bet we'll see one. Because um, before at Camden, you wouldn't really see an inside the parker. Um, it would be very rare. Right. Maybe like that right field corner. Yeah, that nook. Yeah, but sure. I, I bet, yeah, I, I feel like it would it'll provide at least one this year. Is there, how about the cycle? Can we at least get that out of you if we can't get a if we can't get a yeah, an inside the parker? Yeah, that, would be, yeah, that would be amazing. That's the dream right there. Uh, is that okay, tell is that is that the thing? I mean, for a home run game. You run I'm telling you right now, you can live out one baseball accomplishment this season. Single game accomplishment. What would you want it to a be? A single game accomplishment I think would be the four the four um the Homer game. Okay. It's, it's, it's insane, like, right? It, it's, it's actually, it's, it's crazy as many times as it's happened. Um, and I know it hasn't happened that many times, but if you think about it, the chances are so minute, but you see it, you know, every few years, I feel like. Yeah. The guy from the Reds hit four a couple of years ago, and I think he had like 12 for the whole year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he hit, that, right? yeah, yeah. He hit four in one game. That's right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was awesome. Right. I mean, dude, you know, Josh Hamilton, of course, Josh did it Hamilton all did in Baltimore. Yeah, did it in Baltimore right. back in yeah, the 20, remember, 2012, yeah, I right? Watching that game. Um, dude, it was, oh my god, like the place would be electric. I mean, imagine coming to the plate after after having hit three home runs, having a chance to hit a fourth, and just how bat s crazy the entire stadium would be in that moment, man. Oh, yeah, oh. It, yeah, it provides. Uh, uh, 
electric atmosphere. That would, kick, sure. that would kick so much ass. All right, Trey Mancini. Is, yeah. is there something we can support? You know, I, I, I think this is the difficult part about this. We want, you know, we wanted to bring attention to what it is that you've been doing for healthcare workers. Can we guide people? Is there anything else we can guide people to? Somebody you want people to support? Someone you want people to like give some maybe donations to in this field? Is there anywhere we can direct people to? Yeah, I mean, with my foundation, we've been doing a lot with uh, Blessings in a Backpack in Baltimore. I know Lamar Jackson's also, um, you know, involved with them, and, and I think it's just such a good organization, and that's something I'm really passionate about is, is um, you know, the all the kids in the school system in, in Baltimore. Um, it's something that uh, we've been passionate about for a long time, um, even before my diagnosis and everything. That was kind of why I started my foundation, and we're going to be doing some really cool things this year. So um, make sure to follow along with my foundation as well, because we're going to be partnering with some great people and doing doing some cool things in the area. Blessingsinabackpack.org is how you find it. Uh, you know what? I, I would be remiss to not give you the opportunity. I know you've probably had to talk about your future way too many times, Trey, but like, I think it's pretty clear. You, you want this is where you want to be, right? Like you've made that. I feel like you've made that about as clear as any human being could possibly make something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. It's the only, like I said. I mean, it's coming up on ten. This is, I think, my tenth season in the organization, um, which is crazy to think about because it feels like yesterday that I got drafted. Sometimes, but um, yeah, yeah, I love it, man. I, I really do. Everybody that I've encountered throughout my entire time has been, been incredible. And, and, um, you know, they've been good to me. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I would love to, to be around for a while. I, I, I know that's the case. Oh, and, and, and what did you, you know, did you know about everything Cedric was going through last season and, and did you share? Yeah, I, I did. I, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, he texted me. It would have been probably like November of, of 2020, but he had told me what happened um, the procedure that he went through and, and, he just asked for some advice about getting back into shape and working out. Um, and I told him, uh, you know, you're, you have a lot more time than you think. Don't rush anything. Um, just, just, you know, you've got enough time to be ready for the season um, was basically what I told him and, and not to feel panicked or anything. Cause I kind of did feel like that at the end of, of chemotherapy. And, and I went like really hard out of the gate. And then I realized that I actually probably had a little bit more time than I thought. So I wanted to let him know that, you know, you got time to get back in shape, and your body finds a way of of healing itself pretty well. So, how, how much? Know, obviously, you know, Cedric had had no issue. Last that, that's year. what I was going to say. How incredible. much? How much? How much more amazing is it to you? You know, we we all talk about what you did last season, but no, you knew what he was going through. Like, how much more amazing was it to you that he was doing all that, given what he was going through? Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. I like, you know, and, and I knew it was in the back of my mind every time I saw him out there was, you know, he had a major surgery with some, um, you know, it was, and it was pretty crazy with with some complications. And, and luckily he was okay. And, and he went out there and I mean, it was like nothing happened or, you know, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. And, and I was in awe basically every day watching him. It, it's like it made it made him Spider-Man or something. <laughs> it yeah. made him a superhero. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Hey, Trey, yeah. it, it, we, we, I really appreciate you taking the time. And I love what you're doing, man. You know how much we care about the way that you have taken our city and made it your own and, um, and how you have been the face of everything here and through everything you've been through have said, my, I'm going to continue to be dedicated to this place. I hope you understand how much it means to all of us. We want to see you on a field again real soon. But if you're not around, I'm turning my tickets in. No, stop. He doesn't, I'm just telling you. He, he might actually mean that. Which is I do mean part. that. He might actually mean that. 
Um, uh, Trey, thank you for everything you do for our community, my friend. Uh, continue to blessings to you. Congratulations uh, to you and Sarah, and look forward to seeing you back here, hopefully sooner than later. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Trey Mancini checking with us this morning. Um, you know, what else is there to say? He's Trey Mancini. My God. Um, we are very fortunate in this town to have someone like Trey Mancini who cares so deeply about our community and has taken on the responsibilities of being the face of the franchise and doing so many wonderful things for the community. Again, go check out blessingsinabackpack.org uh, to find out more about the incredible work that they do. And uh, thanks again to Trey for taking some time for us. And that's an awesome thing that he's doing, uh, checking in with healthcare workers. You think they're gonna? When do you think they're gonna play? When do you think they're playing? Um, let's, let's make a bet. Why don't we make a bet? Let's make a bet. What, what's something silly the loser does? Whoever's furthest away. We both, we all three of us, establish a date that we think they're gonna play baseball this season, and whoever's the furthest away has to do something. I don't want Paul involved. Um. Um, Unless they oh, get like a Jordan Spieth tattoo, I know exactly what we're gonna Jordan do. Uh, what was the, what were, you had to eat the Oreo spam? Oh, yeah, you actually loved. You it. don't have one of those right now, do you? <laughs> Such a weird dude. Though. That was so good. <laughs> so weird. That was so, so good. Um, so have you seen uh, Mike Golick Jr. is leaving ESPN? Have you it's seen about the about vi- time? <laughs> what you, what's your beef with Mike Golick Jr.? <laughs> a random person to take a shot at. Seems like a most likable guy. <laughs> Drew's just like, yeah, have him. Um, so have you seen – he did the Duke's Mayo Bowl this year. I, I'm not, I, You know, my, I told you before, I'm not a Mayo guy. I know. This is why this makes it oh, good. No, no, no. I, I hate Mayo too. I'm not doing it. Are you serious? No, I won't do it. Oh, what is wrong with no, you? I'm like Van Brooks that time when we brought Van in. I said, where does Coward all hat? And I'll give you 500 bucks. Man. And Van said, no. I went, we went to a commercial. I said, Van. It's five hundred dollars for your foundation. Right. Put the, put the hat on. And, and he, he just, said, I'm, "There's no, there's no chance he no, wasn't doing." He it. said, "No." What else do you think is gross? <laughs> what else do you find? What are some other food items you find gross? Well, okay, I, look, what? poor Paul. He's trying his best over there. What is wrong with you? I actually like Paul. <laughs> do you? When he sleeps. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's a weird thing to say about somebody. You're really easing up on Proctor, by the way. You've gone soft. Oh, I know. I know. Well, I know. We have, I, my, I got Paul now as a punching bag. We still got Kyle. What's uh, Kyle doing, no, by the Kyle, way? You broke Kyle, yet? Kyle's Kyle died. Yeah, he broke? it's very sad. He Is he broke? Away. No, I don't think he's broke. He I broke? Think he's fine. I saw him on Facebook with a girl. Yes, I think that's the real reason he's not. <laughs> I think the part that he couldn't just say to me. Is she put the clamps on him and said you got to make? She you said make, it's it's you time to make more than forty grand a year. It's time for you to be an adult. It's time for I love it. We're gonna get married. Like I'm. Oh I, oh, I guarantee. I kept saying this to oh, him. Oh, I didn't realize that. It, it's the same thing you said to me when I was bringing. Well, that's you know, true. Mrs. Clark around all those right. years. You're like I said, you're she's like, gonna wise up at some point. Like it, you kept saying every day. Like, you can't keep making seventy grand doing morning radio. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> God, I, I wish. I'm saying that to you. They're not yeah. making that at the fan, dude. Good morning, Ray. You can't keep making 70000 Yeah, right? You did uh, yeah, I did that. tell you. She's so going to wise up. I decided to take about half of that. So I, don't know what to, I, don't know what, I don't know what we could do. we got to come up with something. I mean, I'd wear a – well, I probably wouldn't wear a flower jersey, but, I mean, that would be a – Yeah, but that wouldn't do anything for me. I'd wear – I wouldn't wear one. I w- that's my Van Brooks thing. 
You'd have well, you already said your Van Brooks thing was mayonnaise. But it's also flower shirts. got come on, dude. Well, you'd have to wear a Duke jersey. Yeah, but I did. I had, well, I, he's I, got I, three of them. I wore the the Mike Shishovsky panties on my face one morning. I've got a, uh, morning, I got a Duke yeah. shirt. You can wear. We don't think yeah, you got twelve. Yeah, right. You got all the Duke shirts. Well, let's get. Let's not worry about the bet right, yet. Right, let's get to the actual right, set content. A, set a date. Set a date. When are they playing baseball this season? Go on the record. March thirty first. <sighs> okay. 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 You. I, I just don't see. I got to think that March thirty first is the was the pre schedule or was, was the thirtieth. That is no March thirty first is when 31st. opening day was to be for all for everybody. Oh, might, there might have been. That's a what game. I meant. I thought there was okay. a game on the 29th or the thirtieth. Mm. Um, I, I just the, don't. Let's, let's change it. When's the Orioles' first game this season? March thirty. Since we were talking to Trey, when okay. was the the Orioles? When's the Orioles? I first just game don't see. And I don't know who has the upper hand in this going in, leverage-wise. I assume it's always the owners, but I don't know that. I mean, the, I, the players have come out and said essentially at this point, like if they just basically put the same table on or offer on the table that we played with in the last CBA, we'd probably just accept it. And, and I kind of feel like what they're going to wind up doing is that. I think they're going to say on and pick this date out of the hat, March 3rd, all right, we're just going to go with that. And we'll start the season April the twelfth. I'll say April the twelfth. Okay, that was kind of where I wanted to be. So I'm, mm. I, I don't think they're going to make make any agreement. Well, you know what? I got, actually I have the opportunity to undercut you now. Yeah, go ahead and knock yourself out. April thirteenth is my date. Okay, I'm going to go with April because I get everything beyond April thirteenth by doing that. I mean, you cheat like that if you want. I couldn't care less. Actually, there's only one loser. So I'm. This is insane. There's only one loser here. What am I doing? April first. Only one person loses. I just made sure that if they don't play baseball on March 31st, I've, Paul's the loser. I don't know if, if well you done. remember me talking about <laughs> I don't know what the hell my, I was just doing. Well, well done there. Me, me <laughs> tapping into my psychic abilities. I've had it in my brain for about a month now, mm. the spring training, start, starting March 1st. Okay. Mar- I, well, I, I firmly I do, believe. I, I would say that. And, and, they, and, and then they're going to do it right. for four and, weeks. And if yeah, they yeah. do, if they do, if they, that. Get, if they get that figured out, that. they absolutely can do a two-week spring training 100%. and just say it's more important The games are to all start. terrible the first month anyway. Right. It's no, more nobody's important, trying really more to make first anyway. to start the season. Plus, didn't the AAA season get extended this year? Aren't they like, To 150 games. So, like, you know, who cares, right? Like, just... Just by all means, to get down there two weeks, play but a couple I of games, and then we'll play baseball surprised. on the 31st. Nothing, nothing in this thing would surprise me. Zero. Like, these guys could all dig in, and the owners could say, this is what we're going with, and we'll sink or swim. It would not surprise me if they don't start till June 1st. Like, that wouldn't shock me at all. You're dealing with a bunch of goofs. I think I, you you're guys, right about that. I think you guys are underestimating how much money is important to these people. To who? And, and the, the owners? The, the owners, the owners? They're all billionaires. The but, but the thing is, they're, they're not, if, they, if, they don't, if, if they start the season late, they don't make any money. The players, whenever the season they starts... They don't they, need they, to make any money. Then why are they even arguing? But they don't need to make any money. They can wait this out as long as they want. But Seriously, they could just wait this out. The, players, the onus is on the players, and now the thing is, and they get a prorated contract. I'll, I'll use Gavin Sheets as an example, like because he's a right. first, you know, he'll be a a first year minimum salary guy. He cares. Mm-hmm. Big difference between seven hundred grand and four hundred grand for him. Right, he cares. Yep. But with all due respect, Trey Mancini, he'll he'll wait this out. Yeah, he's good. He, right. He's good. I, and and some of this, and this is the. And really, and a really, little bit of this and, and is by the, the way, that is kind story. of the point. Trey has to wait this Correct. out. Correct. The, un, the untold part of this story is 
The reason why, um, again, I'm just saying this. I have no idea what his real salary is. The reason why Trey Mancini makes what $12 million playing baseball or whatever it is is because 15 years ago these guys did this. When your time comes, and this is what a good uh, uh, Players Association leader does, when your time comes to draw a line in the sand, mm-hmm. they say to you, the reason why you make $15 million because of and what? you have two houses in, in Florida and a boat mm-hmm. is because these guys did it for you 15 years yep. ago. You now have to do it. You can't You can't start sweating and saying, I got to get a check in April. Correct. You have to, Correct. You have to you, wait this out. You've been getting out. paid for the win. last five years. Yep. Now is your turn to dig in and say, we're not budging. Yep. So there, there is a – this goes much, much deeper than – getting the right deal, it also goes to the point of, we're not doing this for four years. We need a 10-year agreement or whatever. They're, who knows what they're arguing about. But this is, I, I, I kind of wouldn't, I would, wouldn't be surprised at all if the season winds up being 125 games yeah, or and something, the, and, and because, something like that. And again, with the idea being like, who cares if it's 125 games? It should be 125. Probably, it probably should be 140, right? Like it probably, Baseball should really be 120 games. If you can't figure out in 120 games who the best teams are, you're doing it wrong. Make the, make it 60 games and 60 games. It should be 120 games. If, if baseball is 120 games, the Cardinals don't make the postseason last year. But it, we'll, that's we'll not live. The, yeah, but that's <laughs> we'll not the live. point. <laughs> if so, it were 120 games, yeah. if it's a Maybe a team right. that didn't deserve to be there. Well, if it, but, no, no. They would have deserved to have been there in 120 games Correct. If it's 120 games, they'll figure it out. I mean, if it's 200 games, the Orioles might make it. Well, probably no, not. Uh, if it's 24, we might make it. Maybe. Maybe. This baseball has always been doing this wrong forever. It, the games start way too early and they end way too late. The season should be May 1 to September 1. End of the story. 120 games is plenty. It's more than enough. And they'd figure it out. I agree. I, I, don't, I, I still and, think I would say 140. I still think I would come around to the idea of 140. Then we'll I would, make it 130. I would lop off a month. And frankly, I would at this point just lop off September. Like I would just sort of say Correct. make that when the, you play the postseason. I think there's the, a chance. The, the season doesn't need to go on until November. That's not necessary. Like, and every the, time you play on a Sunday in, the, in September, yep. no one watches the games. Correct. Like the, I think you're going to see this with the PGA Tour. I think the Tour is going to say – Starting, they may not be able to do it next year, although I don't know if the schedule's out yet. I think you're going to see the tour go to Wednesday, Saturday, uh, until February. It was interesting that they did that for the championship it, it week, right? It was remarkably successful. It was really interesting that they planned it around uh, literally Jim Nance's schedule. And, and, well, but because the only, no one else knows how to call golf. But the only thing that it did, the only complaint you heard, was from people who said, well, now I can't go on Saturday live to the event. People said, "I got to work." Right now, you've you've cheated me out of a day to go to the golf tournament. But the reality is, they don't care who goes to the golf tournament. It's not a it's not an in person event. It's an in person event in one city. They don't care. It's they do it for television. Yep. And if you're not playing golf on Sunday and your final round is on Saturday in December and January, you have a far bigger chance yeah, of drawing I mean, people. It, it's a little bit different that time of year because college football is still pretty popular, right? Like, and, and Well, remember, there is no golf after November the 10th. I understand yeah. that, but I'm saying like, if they're still trying to make whatever tournament in September oh, right, right, matter, right. although they time out the, pl- the, the playoffs that it ends Labor it's Day weekend, the, correct? Right. The, the actual... 
games that the, the golf that matters is over on Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so whatever. Then these... the next goofy season right. starts the first weekend in October. I kind of don't remind. No one, no yeah. one cares. So who cares if they play on but Sunday? But in Nobody's January, really anyway. but in January, yeah. it matters. Agreed. If you golf had... in terms of golf, right. golf if... matter. I don't. Need, I, I mean, if you put the list up right now, and told me who won those October and November events. Right. I don't even know. I think Taylor. Ah, you do. I yeah, don't. You do. I don't even know. I so, don't, I, by the way, I got, I got, we got, we're so far behind, and we have to wrap the show. We have to wrap the show at eleven thirty today. We got, we started doing a gambling show. I'm you can stick around if you I'm like. Still it. getting. Uh, I got to talk to you about that. Oh, okay. I got to talk to you about some okay. of that. Anyway, so right. but at January tournaments, it matters because these tournaments matter. Right, right, correct. Yeah. You know, you want Tory Pines right. to to um, be a big deal. Just to tournament this past weekend's a big deal. Correct, Pebble Beach. Yeah. Right, I understand. I get that. I, I remember because uh, uh, Jordan Spieth, right? That was. Yeah, right. He choked. Today's show also <laughs> brought to you by. We, we got to redo break one. We got to go back. We still got to get all the breaks in today. It's an S show today. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel, of course. Live Casino and Hotel is the place to be for the big game this Sunday in the FanDuel Sportsbook. You're going to want to be there to hang out with, watch the game, enjoy the delicious food from Sports and Social, and make the live bets as the numbers change right in front of you and you start feeling strongly about something. You want to be able to race over to one of those 51 self-service kiosks or the windows and get your bets in at Live Casino and Hotel. We come back in. We're going to play Would You Rather Wednesday. The scenarios are up on Facebook and Twitter. Let's get to those next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. After being virtual in 2021, the CIAA Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament is headed to Charm City this February 22nd through 26th. The CIAA is an event that has become a celebration of family, culture, and accomplishments that uplift and strengthen the African-American community. See the excitement in person as some of the best college basketball in the country comes to Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena with the CIAA Men's and Women's Conference Tournament. Get your tickets now at CIAA. CIAATournament.org. That's CIAATournament.org. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets with Glenn Clark and Paul Valley every Wednesday morning at 11.30. Vandal Sportsbook GM Bruce Billick and VSIN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all the info you need and even to offer a few winners. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. Brought to you by the Vandal Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio and watch at YouTube.com slash press box online. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like their house-made meatloaf and short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, grilled meatloaf sandwich, smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. All of these items pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And try their seasonal cocktails, Blood Orange Burger, Bourbon Cider, Apple Ginger Mule, and Captain's Hot Cider. Find out more and get your order in today at glorydaysgrill.com. Great food, good sports. It's another cold winter here in Baltimore, but this time there's no hot stove to warm you up. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and while there may be no activity in the world of baseball, I'll still be here every week with my co-host Zach Goodman to give you all the latest in the CBA negotiations as teams look to get back on the field in time for spring training. You can watch us live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon at youtube.com slash pressboxonline or facebook.com slash pressboxsports and listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. So tune in every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon for the latest in baseball coverage right here on the Battle Round. 
We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Drew Forrester is here on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of GCR. Coming up in uh, just a few minutes, Simply the Bets. Every Wednesday morning, 11.30 a.m., brought to you by the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. We will get you ready for the Super Bowl from a betting perspective. Bruce Billick, the uh, general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook, and Aaron Oster from VEASAN will check in with us again. Simply the Bets every Wednesday at 11.30. So Sunday, Mm -hmm. I had an... I, I don't even I don't remember what the numbers were except I remember Coochers. Sunday I had Snedeker, Ryan Palmer, Ches Reavy, mm. and Coocher. And how'd they do? If all four of those guys hit the number, right. over under number, if all four of them hit, my twenty five dollar investment returns me four hundred and four dollars. Sounds pretty that sounds pretty good to me. Ches Reavy, check. Nice. No problem. Ryan okay. Palmer Check. Excellent. I'm rolling. Yeah. Right? All I need now are these other two goofs. Right. Snedeker and Kucher. Right. Snedeker, check. Just need Kucher. Kucher's two under at the turn. What's the number? What he is he? He has to shoot one under. Okay. He's two under at the turn. And we're good. Done. Back nine at Pebble e- Beach. Even Mike Smith couldn't screw this up. Pe- back nine at Pebble Beach, not really a big issue for him. He hits it pretty straight. 14 par 5. That's a tough hole. Uh, 17, playing into the wind. But we're good. Man's a gold medalist. We're good. You know. Right. I don't think he won the gold. I think he won the bronze. All right. Um, but we're good. Right? Hmm? No problem. So what happened? Bogey, three of the last four to shoot even. That's a real bummer, man. That's just a real bum. I, I want you know. Bogey three of the last four. I, I feel terrible for you. Bogey just three very, of the last four. very Spieth like. Very no worse. <laughs> In fact, speaking of Spieth, Kucher was the guy who actually didn't close at the British Open the year Spieth won. When when Kucher was ahead by two shots. Uh, speaking of that, speaking uh, of one of those occasions when Spieth came from behind to win uh, of the twelve times he's won what a have tour. Done for me lately. That's right, real, right, right. That's a real bummer. Just none of the other guys are trying either. Super, super bummer. Uh, it was the bronze, by the way, that he won. He won the bronze medal at the Olympics in 2000. He's still an Olympic medalist. Let's make that there's one been more two than Olympic, you. Yeah, two Olympic golf tournaments. Two Olympics. Yeah, oh, Justin Rose for, won. Justin Rose, Stenson was second, right? Stenson yeah, second. Stenson was second, yes. And then the last time, Chauffele won. Yep. And then he had that wild playoff for second place. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Seven that. Seven guys yeah, for one guy. Right, and 100%. Didn't, the, yeah. didn't one of the Asian guys, didn't like... CT Pan. It sounds right because it was a big deal there. Like I, I want to say, like it was a really I big who deal. Second, who uh, Rory Sabatini, remember? Sabatini, because he, was he, from he Slovakia, he, yeah, or Slovenia. He, he cheated Slovakia to get into the Olympics and said he was from a different country. Right. I mean, we all know he's Canadian. Right, right, like, right. No, he was South African, and but, he married. He, he's South African. He married a Slovenian or a Slovakian, one of the two. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, I thought he said he was Canadian. I thought no, that no, was no. He married a Slovenian or a Slovakian. He okay, took their that's, citizenship. That's how he got in, right? Because okay. he knew South Africa, he'd never make it. Hundred percent, right? Right, hundred percent. Let's play. Would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Days I mean, yes, Grill. On all of those on 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 all the on all the Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios. Appreciate that. I'm also a yes on Glory Days Grill for oh. the record. I was uh, just there on uh, Monday night. I saw you tweet out something about Glory Days. I was Grill just there today. Monday night. I'm, I, I'm there at least once a week. If well, we went, we went the previous Saturday. We went to the Towson basketball game, um, the Drexel game, which was great. Uh, uh, 
stirring comeback for them to win beforehand we took the boys to glory days grill and at one point my son said why don't we just stay here and not go to the game and i said son i get it i I completely understand he was you know face deep in smoky thigh wings and watching cartoons on the tv and like (laughs) it won't be the first time he's knee deep in thighs thighs yeah all right (laughs) all right face deep or whatever it was i'm sorry that delivery wasn't as good as the earlier one with paul what was that again (laughs) what was that again uh, love Glory Days Grill. We got another twenty-five dollar uh, gift card to Glory Days Grill to give away to somebody at random who participates on Would You Rather Wednesday. Number one, you got to participate. You can't just sit there. Thank you, people. Thank you. Would you rather? Pro- number one, Proctor. You have for the next five years. Oh, by the way, pull up the list of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for me. The current active list of who's in it. Oh, that's Every, a everybody. lengthy list. I, I, Jeez. I, I know. It's a, but we're going to do rapid fire. Go ahead. We don't have time for that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we don't. It'll be two minutes. Go ahead. Would you rather you have the Bengals personnel for the next five years, okay. but also their ownership and leadership, okay. or the Ravens personnel with their ownership and leadership? Well, the ownership in Cincinnati didn't, didn't hurt them this year. Not this year. For five years? For the next five years. I'd probably take Cincinnati. Really? Yeah. Really? You don't think you think don't that think that at some point they're going to step in and screw this it'd up? It'd be the Bengals? Yes. I don't know. I think that kid's really good at quarterback. I think well, he's he, very good. I, I agree he, with that. And, That's know, why I had to expand this. If it was just, and, would you rather have the Ravens or the Bengals personnel? We all know, know the answer is the Bengals. The question is... Do five years is a short amount of time. I'll take the Bengals. All right. All right. And the uniforms count. <laughs> does that mean the uniforms I mean, count? to me, they do. I never heard you say you were in love with the Bengals uniforms. No, but they're better than the Ravens. Everybody's better than the Ravens. We got the worst uniforms in the league. Uh, There's one thing I would do if I ran the Ravens. It would be change everything. Uh, this one is is fairly split. Uh, Nick Kelly, I'll take the Ravens. Proven track record of being consistently successful, and I have faith that they'll figure it out. The Bengals have a good core, but still have to show a consistent level of success. Five years is a short amount of time in the league. But this, have, how many times have they screwed up something that we didn't think they could screw up? They've never done what they just did. I understand that. You think they're going to go back wait, to being the Bengals? I don't I think, think they're going to go back to being the I Bengals think there with was, this kid at quarterback. I think there is always a – but that's part of it. I think there's always He'll a be risk. will for five years. I think there's always a risk that at some point this kid gets pissed off about they the way he's him. being – Maybe not that he's right. – tra- but he gets pissed off about the way he's being treated right. because they walk in and Mike Brown, Mike Brown's it up. They've been and, to two Super Bowls and Mike Brown says, how come you haven't been to four? Correct. Something along those Tom lines. Tom Brady wants to seven. Right. Or, or, or he walks right. in and just sort of says, well, I want you – I, I I don't want to have Chase anymore. I'd rather have this guy that I like. He you no, know I guess that's possible. But Mike Brown is still Mike I think Brown. Winnie might cure him of that. I mean, I okay. He, he, I don't know. Okay, okay. I mean, like I'm I, not saying Nick's wrong. Okay, that's weird. You normally do. Like literally, no, it's like every man. every other word that comes out of your no, mouth. Nick's is a good Nick's man. Wrong. Uh, from Paul, I'll also take the Ravens. It all starts from the top with teams and companies that have a sustained level of success. The Ravens have a proven track record of that, unlike yeah, the Bengals. Track record. They have two playoff wins Always, in seven years. You're, you're going to be that guy. That's <laughs> going to be your bit now. Always a roller coaster with them. From uh, uh, KZ, this is a tough one, but since oh, the uh, – This ought to be yeah, good. I, I wonder if you know where Ken Zalas is going. The genius Since in. the Kitty Cats have accomplished more in the last six years than the Ravens, I'll have to go with the Bengals and now Duck. But he's a – Oh, yes, Harbaugh he hates John Harbaugh, right. correct. So, right. Brian, the Ravens have faith in what they do and how they go about their business. From Greg Roman still with us? <laughs> yes, he is. For, at least for now. At least for now. Lamar. Uh, 
Yeah, he's still the quarterback. Hundred percent. Right. Brian also follows up. Let's you guys like nine and eight. Now that they're good, let's see how they do building that team without having top five picks every year. I do think that matters. Yeah, that matters. By the way. 100%. I do think that matters. I don't no think doubt. Brian's wrong about that. 100%. I do think it matters. Agree. That they can't. They're not just going to be like able to go get the good teams now. hundred percent. You're not just going to be able to go. Right. It's it's easy to say we we got Joe Burrow right because you had the number one pick and it was obvious that Joe Burrow was the guy. He's to not take. a Canute Curtis on every every street corner like there used to be. That's right. Oh, Canute. <laughs> No, not one of those. Right. It's easy to get the best wide receiver right. in the draft because you no were doubt. picking very early in the draft. Now, the flip side is if they do this for two more years when – I'm just making up names – but when Justin Jefferson becomes a free agent, he'll want to go to Cincinnati. And play well. Yeah, well I mean, I'm just if saying. they have like, the money, right, 100%. In theory. Right, because they have the, the winning, The winning will I still attract don't, other people. I hear you. Maybe not to Cincinnati. Yeah, I think that's a tough sell still. Right, right. Like, I still think that's – yeah, Matt Stafford was pretty good. I didn't see a lot of guys that I were got lining a up to go to By the Detroit. way, when they lose this weekend, he's going to be the reason why. Who's Stafford? Okay. I do. I'm not ready to – I just – I, I hear you. He's never never done it before. I understand that entirely. I don't think he's – Paul, where are you on this one? I I, I, matter. I, <laughs> I take so I take good. the Ravens. I, I think that the only player of that the Bengals uh, – I think that the only player that the Bengals have that's head and shoulders above somebody that the Ravens have is Jamar Chase. I, I think that when the Ravens are healthy – Does he watch the games? They were completely beat up this year. You think our quarterback's better than theirs? I, I he said head and shoulders, and I don't disagree with that. I don't think he's head and shoulders. I definitely right now you're telling me which one of these two guys do I want for the next ten years? Yeah, sure, I'll say Burrow. But I think the pretending six quarterbacks in the league you would take over Lamar. Mm, I don't know that that's true. You're, you're you're doing the bit that a lot of people are doing. Where you're pretending like four games is the story. No, I'm not. Nobody would have said that I'm on week six of the season. I'm think I'm saying that more as a testament to the other quarterbacks than I am Lamar. Look, I I think Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes are absolutely. That I think kid that, in L. A. is way I like than I Lamar. like him a lot. But this goes back to you. What's he done? I love Justin Herbert, but what's he done? If your knock He's, on Lamar Jackson is that he hasn't done it, that kid has done less. Like, I love Justin Herbert. I think he's unbelievable. But definitely saying you take Justin Herbert over Lamar Jackson, yes. you're, you're, you got it. You have to address the fact that he's done nothing well, so far. None of them have done nothing except for Mahomes and Tom Brady. I mean, <laughs> if, you're, if the only point is winning a Super Bowl, then you're right. <laughs> I mean, that is true. If you Brady ruined only it for everyone. That's true. Brady broke ruined the it system. for everybody. Yeah, how, do you, how do you measure any right, other right, quarterback? Right. Uh, I, 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 I personally think that the Ravens' offense – if you take their offense and they're healthy, I think their running backs are better, their receivers are better, Mark Andrews is better than he was in 2019. I think that the team as a whole is better than they were in 2019 if they're healthy. So with that personnel and with the leadership at the top, I'm taking the Ravens for the next five years. All right. Uh, let's go to number two. Number two, uh, did you see there was a tweet that was getting passed around yesterday on Twitter that went, uh, the kids call it viral, if you will. This tweet, this tweet from a, a gentleman named Joe says, Imagine you come home on a Monday night from work or the gym and your lady made a pot roast for dinner. Okay. Shaking my head. I work with computers, not at the Ford factory. Shaking my head. The internet loved this tweet, right? Okay. And it just it brought on this incredible conversation about pot roast afterwards. So with that in mind, number two, would you rather, in honor of that tweet, would you rather you have a you've invited you and Mrs. Forrester have invited a, a couple over to watch the game with you on Sunday to hang out? Would you rather they show up at the at your house for the game with what they say is the greatest pot roast you'll ever have in your life, or they show up at your house with just some regular run of the mill wings and dip? Oh, one hundred percent. I think the pot roast. Really? Oh, one hundred percent. I don't want you coming to my house with a pot roast. Really? I, I don't trust you. 
Really? I don't trust you. I don't. You just want me to bring chicken wings over? I, this, we're watching a football game. Just bring some stupid wings over. All bring right. some dip over. I don't want you showing up at my house. I am a little more roast. educated and I'm, I'm sure you are. You're going to break out the bottle of Silver Oak more, for the oh, Super Bowl. That be nice? Yeah, right? Like, come on, man. If we're having a, a dinner, like if we're getting together and we're, we're having a, a nice sit-down dinner, then yeah, sure. If you want to talk about bringing over a pot roast, by all means, we're getting together to watch a football game. I don't. I don't want to sit down and it's insane eating a pot roast. I agree with this gentleman, by the way. There are times where I absolutely am in the mood for a pot roast, but like sitting down and watching the Super Bowl, no if chance. If it's got um, like fettuccine noodles with it, then it's definitely a pot roast <laughs> that you put on top of the noodles, and it's definitely a pot roast. <laughs> I'm just saying that makes it. Now, if, if if I have the chance to have something that's the greatest, but, no, it's what they say. You got to keep what, that in mind. What it's they what say they is? say is the greatest pot roast you'll ever have in your life. Nice hat, oh, by but the it's way. you're. I'm not. I'm not giving that to them. You've we've done this before. We played this game where someone makes something and they're like, "Dude, trust me." You made that cauliflower pizza here with that goof that time. The it pickle was, pizza. It was delicious. No, it was what's delicious. His name came Simon. In. Yes, I'm yeah. aware. I remember he it well. He's doing great. In fact, he's doing a pizza pop up this week. He's doing a Cuban pizza, and I just ordered one. Very excited about it. It's quite good. Tell us that high. So it's not guaranteed to be the greatest. This is what they say is part the greatest. Part of the conversation. Then I, I got to change. Part my of the conversation. Just, just How do you know the wings are any good? I, I'm it telling you, they're not. I'm telling you, they're regular run of the mill wings. Okay. I just said that. I mean, I, I, give me the wings and the dips. Yeah, the run of the mill wings are fine. Because a pot both, roast can both be. Both guys are losers. <laughs> you're, you're so. Bring us some chicken wings. You're so. Excited. You got a real. Pot roast coming over with fettuccine noodles. I don't noodles. want your pot roast for <laughs> a football bringing, game. Are they bringing? You're pe- bringing the whole slow cooker over. Are they bringing, are like, they bringing pecan pie also? Yeah, actually, that would change my opinion. Okay, if they're bringing pecan pie. We okay. can talk about something right. I, for a football game to hang out and watch in the living room. You want to sit there in the living room with friends and eat a pot roast? No, I do. I'm going to sit down at the dinner table and have a pot. Let's roast. Let's get to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm not really all that worried about that. I want to go through the list. Um, all right, fine. Number three, quickly, just so we can finish the, the this. Uh, number three, would you rather? Um, indeed, as people are uh, wondering, the Tupac hologram shows up for the halftime show on Sunday night, or no, there's already too much going on in a short amount of time. Don't need to add anything else. Don't need Tupac. and, and We got enough greatness. We don't need uh, anybody there overrated. So oh, no. so we're good. Oh, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. But oh, no, Tupac. The only no. way, only way Tupac, I would agree, is if they do California Love, which you assume they would. Well, they're going to do California Love, e- even without him. Yes, okay, they're going to do it. Okay. But you know, this is the part I, I talked about this yesterday. Dude, this, by the way, there is no doubt the halftime show will be way better than the game. Eh, probably, but I'm still worried about it, dude. Because this is the Jimmy Fallon, the Jimmy Fallonication of halftime shows. Is they just there's 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 it literally five the performers and they just say do twenty seconds of a hundred songs. I, I don't want that. But the just, lineup's pretty. I good. know it's amazing, but pick six songs and do the six songs like a concert. If they don't do the, Still Dre and if Eminem doesn't do, well he's swear gonna, to answer. They're gonna, lose they're yourself, gonna do like, Forgot About Dre for sure. They'll probably do they lose. Better your, do still they'll drink. probably do lose yourself just because it's. Although I don't know, at this point he might just sort of say I'm over. Because this is the other problem I have. They're all going to want to do. How much of the fine's going to be? They're all going to want. Eh, no, because they're they're all prepared for that. They didn't. They agreed to it this. Move. They agreed to what? That's a good point. I don't know. They, what they agreed, agreed to, to what? I mean, they, they said to what I'm, don't drop the what I'm really afraid of is, said, sure, where you want me By the way, I'm not completely unafraid that we're not going to hear any of the halftime <laughs> no show question. because it's just going to be. 
blurted out the entire time. They definitely said to Snoop, no F-bombs. And Snoop definitely said, no problem. Right. And then they said, well, we have a document for you to sign. And Snoop definitely said, you got I'll it. sign it for you. You got it, right? And then Snoop beforehand will forget. <laughs> or just decide that he's worth enough money that he doesn't care. Right. Correct. They are There's definitely, there is definitely going to be an F-bomb. I am worried they're going to F this up somehow. That it's so good and we all think it's going to be so <laughs> no good doubt. and they're going to screw it up somehow, some way. Because that's what NBC does. And, and, and it's going to be tough for them to top what Katy Perry did, but I'm hoping they do. <laughs> because she brought out a shark. Yeah, Katy Perry right. was awesome. Option three: Tupac no, 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 himself no, 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 comes no, 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 out no, no, because no, he's no, not no, really no, no, dead. No, that's a good no, one. I, yeah, I love that. Stop out. it! You're trying to kyle it up. Stop it! No, really It's would you rather you pick one scenario or the other? We don't need. We don't need. I'm with you. Not interesting to me. And it's it's a hologram. But they're bringing him out too, though, right? Probably are. Probably are. All right, go through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Here we go. Give me the hologram. Go ahead. Oh, I'm God just going to tell you real quick. What do you mean? Go, just go, go just start it. naming names. Just go. John from Little Rock. Who the F has noodles on a pot roast? What a psycho. Oh, shut up, you big goof. Pot roast has right. potatoes and carrots, and no, you don't so eat that on Super Bowl Sunday. So they have these by year. you got to go through just each go. year. Just start. All right. Um, Billy Preston. Uh, no. Carol Keep King. Going. No. Charlie Patton. No. Clarence Avant. I don't even know who that is. No. Foo Fighters. Yes. Gil Scott Heron. No. Jay-Z. Who? Oh, Jay-Z. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Kraftwerk. Uh, no. LL Cool J. No. Yes. Yes. Randy Rhodes. I'm doing this. Uh, Randy Rhodes, no. The Go-Go's. So- Randy Rhodes solo? Yeah, Randy Rhodes solo. How I mean, is Randy Rhodes in there solo? Right. Um, who, the Go-Go's? The Go-Go's. No. Tina Turner. Yes. Todd Rundgren. Yes. Uh, Irving Azoff. I know that is. No. Depeche Mode. Yes. The Doobie Brothers. Yes. Whitney Houston. Y- yes. Come jo- on. John Landau. Uh, John Landau's in because he produced Bruce Springsteen's album. No. Nine Inch Nails. Yes. The Notorious B.I.G. Yes. T-Rex. No. Lord. All right. T-Rex. The Cure. Yes. Def Leppard. Yes. Janet Jackson. Yes. yes. Stevie Nicks. Yes. Radiohead. Yes. You think Stevie Nicks solo yes. is definitely a rock and I, I okay. do. All right. Uh, Roxy Music. No. No. The Zombies. And they were good. Right. Um, yes. Yes. Bon Jovi. Yes. The Cars. Times 10. Dire Straits. Yes. The Moody Blues. Yes. Nina Simone? No. no, no, no. Stop it. Nina Simone. That's a no. Dude, Nina Simone's a yes. That's Don't a embarrass no. yourself. Going. Sister Rosetta Tharp. Nope. That's a no, too. <laughs> Just doing the bit of if I don't know <laughs> Joe, you, you Joe can't Baez. Be Joe Baez was okay. No, Elo, 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 oh, Lord, oh, God, yes, times a hundred. You uh, and I disagree on that one. Well, you're insane. They had twenty great songs, yeah, and Jeff Landis is an okay icon. There should be periods between each of those letters so people don't call him Elo. Yeah. Journey, no, it should Stop. be that anybody. Stop! Don't. Yes, don't. we don't have time for this. Pearl Jam, yes. Nile Rodgers, no. Tupac, yes. Yes. Now Rogers is in as a producer. He was that stop. He yes, in. yes. All right, Burt Burns. I don't know who that is no. Cheap Trick. Yeah, I'm a kind of on the fence with Cheap Trick. Honestly, they were really overrated. I don't. I, I don't they agree. Were with, really I, overrated. I don't agree with you on overrated. What I agree with the argument against Cheap Trick is like the they when didn't you have do, to pause. They didn't. That means they no. didn't do it long enough. Is the argument? It's the longevity okay. question. But when lo- Cheap Trick's hits were I'm as good as say, their three hits were good. They were I'm saying no. By the way, we're only up to 2016. This goes all the way back to 1980. Yeah, we don't have time. Yeah, we don't. I'm Chicago. proving my point. Chicago. Yes. Deep Purple. Uh, kind of no. Steve Miller. Yes. N.W.A. Yes. Right, I'm pulling the plug. All right. 
That's good enough. I'm proving my point. What is your point? I don't that know what your point is. Seventy percent of the people in the thing don't belong. So that's in what there. Spiro's argument is about. But it's he, terrible. By the way, he doesn't think it's seventy percent. He thinks it's it, you know he thinks it's there's next to no one belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, that's because he's kind of a so, contrarian. So, so do the li- let's do the li- we did this yesterday. This was we had the we spent okay, the entire second year? hour. This is these are this year's right, candidates. Go ahead. We fly through them. All, all right. right? Uh, and I'll tell you, you know, I'll give you an assessment. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. One million percent yes. Can't fathom. Uh, uh, by the way, he had them out. Well, he's a <laughs> goof. I know. If you don't think Rage Against the Machine should be in the I, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Know. Judas Priest. One hundred percent yes. Uh, Lionel Richie. Yes. Uh, Dolly Parton. I, I mean, she should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but she should be in for the obvious reason. <laughs> that, that, uh, yes. You mean reason or reasons? <laughs> Uh, a tribe called Quest. She just comes in and goes, yeah. guys, what do you think? And we go, you're in. Yeah. A tribe called Quest. Uh, uh, now, here's the deal. You don't know I'm enough. A little, it's a, it's no, a yes. It's a yes. I, I don't know about they, that. They, they absolutely, they did something that no other hip-hop act could ever do. They, they, it's un, insane. And I like them. Eminem. rock and roll. Come on. Yes. They, they should we, we, we gotta, we gotta the move. We got to move. Your rhythmics. Yes. Pat Benatar. Yes. All right, we agreed on everything except you wavering on a tribe called Quest. Dion Warwick. I'm a little. I'm wavering on that one I, too. I, I wavered. Uh, Duran Duran. <laughs> it's a joke. They're not in. Mm, I it's wavered. Comical. Devo. It's a joke. They're on the list. <laughs> they should have him on the list with his <laughs> Oriole hat. <laughs> Hang on a second. People love this hat. If, it's a joke. If, if, Devo, if he didn't have the hat on, he wouldn't be able to be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Devo, even being. Nominated is a joke. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Devo. They um, had two good songs. Beck. Times one million. Disagree. If you oh, you're insane. It's fine if he gets in. I just don't feel strongly about it. His folk music is not that. Oh, good. you're crazy. His folk music Dude, stinks. Beck is an absolute hall Trust of famer. Odalay is amazing. I agree with that. Oh, you're crazy. Uh, the, the, the Midnight Vultures record, incredible. But after those two. You know he's fifty years old. It, yeah, and he's. Still I feel like he's sixteen. All right, uh, New York Dolls. No. MC Five. No. Uh, Fella Cootie. I have no idea who that is. He's but, really good though. I, li- no. I listen. He's really good. But no. Carly Simon. I, I'm a no. I. Uh, I'm a no. I'm a wavering on that one also. Kate Bush. Now I will say this about Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. Kate Bush has had an extraordinary career. Yeah, except for when you listen to her songs and you're like, "What the f is this?" It, Kate Bush has had an extraordinary buddy, career. She's a great singer. My buddy Dana shared out Wuthering Heights last night She's a great to singer. talk about how much he loves Kate Bush. It's the worst song I've ever heard in my life. She's it's a great horrendous. Singer. I'm wavering on her, but I think I, again, Hall of Fame. I'm more of a you don't get in kind of person. But Kate Bush is. Very, very talented. Uh, Hall of Fame? Why, eh, why, maybe why not. Weren't, why weren't her songs any good? You, you don't think they're, they're any not. good. They're not. They're not any good. You don't like women. All right. That's not true. I just put your rhythmics and Dolly Parton and Pat Benatar in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dummy. Pat Benatar, that she's even being considered. Yeah, why is she? Why is she? Wait, what? I'm saying that they're even considering her. She's just in. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's like, like why, Eminem. Why is she not already It's in? like I said yesterday about Tom right. Brady. Tom, here's an application for right. the NFL Hall of Fame. Fill it out and let us know what you did. I'm with you. Eminem should be, it shouldn't even have to be, was that, wasn't that the story of when Florida tried to rehire Steve Spurrier? They wanted him to interview for the job. Right. They wanted him to interview right. for the job I'm when Spurrier. Urban Meyer left. And he was like, have you walked by your trophy case recently? They're you all want for, me to interview for the for job? I mean, they even say that they even put Eminem on the list is a joke. Right. They should say Eminem is in, and here are the other people that might get in. Well, I feel that way about Rage Against the Machine. Like, what are you doing? 
What are you doing? This is Frank Thomas. This is, you know, These slam people dunk. should all be in. 100%. All right, uh, we got to get to a break. We're going to start simply the bets a little bit late. Uh, it's it's sort of Drew's fault. It's more our fault for the, uh, the the technology issues. Today's show is also brought to you by the CIAA. It's Paul's fault, if you're being honest. It's brought to you by the CIAA. It's called like it is. He's got to get some tough skin. It's brought to you by the CIAA tournament. See the excitement in Kyle. person as some of the best college basketball in the country comes to Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena with the CIAA Men's and Women's Conference Tournament, February 22nd through 26th. Get your tickets now, CIAA Tournament.org. That's CIAA Tournament.org. What? Kyle never. Did you ever get into an actual fight with Kyle? I think we made Kyle cry, Kyle cry twice. He got he and I got into it one time. And it was about something so stupid. I can't remember what oh, it wow. was. It was like how probably you and Gary I w- probably Gary Williams. No, that was that was you. And I had I. to put my hat over my face because <laughs> right. you were so mad. It's probably about Hanson. No, he did love Hanson, which is very weird. He what? Yeah, it was like it's like, dude, I was a big Hanson fan. I'm like, is that? A, I that would a, not say. Why that would you say that out loud on right? the air? <laughs> All right, we'll come back in tidbit. But you do like the Jonas Brothers? I like the one song. The one song I can't lie, it's a jam. Like, I heard it. I'm like, who is this? They said it was the Jonas I did Brothers. I that with I'm someone like, last week. Maybe oh, I like the Jonas Brothers. I did Brothers. that with a song last week with Jamiroquai. Well, Jamiroquai I was good, dude. The song. I heard a song in, in a, in a Do you not like the song from the, no, no, no. Napoleon Dynamite? I, I, I'm saying yeah. I heard a song in a watering hole somewhere, and I'm like, damn, this is pretty good. Who is this? And I hit it, and it was yeah, Jamiroquai. I'm like, they made good Jamiroquai songs. Jamiroquai's pretty good. They make good, everything's in a stupid video, but they make good songs. Right. All right, Tidbit Tubular and um, Simply the Bets coming up next. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. 
Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Simply the Bets coming up next right now. A reminder that at Underdog Fantasy Football, if you make a deposit, your first deposit, and use the code PRESSBOX, we'll match it up to $100 with free money for you to play with underdogfantasyfootball.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app. Tidbit is brought to you today by the Stand the Fan Variety Hour. If you missed it on Monday night, Stand the Fan and Ross Grimsley caught up with the Otter Greg Olson. Tonight, Stan's chatting with Pat Scary, Towson basketball coach. Those shows, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or uh, PressBoxOnline.com slash video. All right, since spring training should be ready to start next week and we should be getting set to preview the upcoming season, including awards predictions, there's no since. I don't know why I said since. Yeah, I was going to say, L- like, not, these like, aren't things. Like, who will lead the league in home runs? Since the Orioles, Trey Mancini. <laughs> since the Orioles came into the league in 1954, the New York Yankees have featured the American League leader in home runs a league best 12 times. No other team has done it more than eight times. The Orioles have done it six times in total. In what years and which Orioles players accomplished the feat? Things where you ask years is not. I can't do that. Brady Anderson in whatever year it was. No, that was ninety six. McGuire hit fifty two. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I remember being very upset. All right, Chris Davis in whatever two thousand. Thir- I don't remember what year it was. Whatever. Chris year Davis it was. did it twice. He did it in two thousand thirteen when he hit fifty three, yeah. and then again in fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, whatever 15, it was. Fifteen and forty seven. Years years don't work for me. I can't do that. Um, uh, Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson, in, 1966. That's, I was gonna, actually was going to guess that, too. That's the Dave Johnson part. lead the league one year? I don't think in home runs, bud. Yeah, I think uh, he had like 43 one year. But that was with the Braves. Uh, really? Who? Wait, what? Davey Wait. Johnson, led, it was his first year with the Braves. He had 43 home runs. Trust me, because I got okay. called out for thinking it was with the Orioles okay. on social media. I didn't know he ever led the league in home yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. honest to God had no idea that up. was ever. Wait. Uh, <laughs> Davey Johnson really led the league yeah. in home runs one year. He had 43 home runs. He had 43 home runs in his first I, year in Atlanta. Just like the rest would of them. Lo- the I would have lost this entirely. Uh, Boog Powell, the year he was MVP. No. It was like some obscure name, like Charles Johnson or something. No, it wasn't Charles Johnson. Right, I hear you. I don't think so, though. Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray, 1981, he led the he tied for a four-way tie <laughs> with 22 home runs in a strike-shortened season. Uh, no, that doesn't count. Uh, 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 Cal Ripken. No. Carl Ripken. I'm not sure if you've Carl heard Pumpkin. of him. Carl. Uh, uh, no. Oh, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz with 40 in 2014. Yeah, it was, oh. Is it, how many more do we need? One more. One more. Uh, modern or, or modern? The Orioles did it four years in a row, and oh, Mark Trumbo did it. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Trumbo did Mark it. Mark Trumbo, yeah. forty-seven and twenty-six. That's right. That's right. All right, very good. Tubular I is. That one. What's that? I'd have never got the Trumbo one. No, I mean he hit a lot of home runs, man. Like he had the hell of a season. Then he pissed everybody off because he didn't like pie. Um, uh, Tubular is brought to you by the print issue of Press Box, which is available right now. If that's Bruce Billick, tell him to call back in five minutes. Uh, there it is, the print issue of Press Box, available still for like a few more days. 
Go right now to your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, or read it all at PressBoxOnline.com slash best of. It is the best of issue of PressBox, and it's only available for a few more days. Uh, tonight, totally tubular-wise, here's what's up. Um, a lot of college basketball locally tonight, in fact. Uh, Loyola taking on Holy Cross, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. UMBC hosts Hartford. UMBC is on a roll. They've won five in a row. That's 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN+. Plus. Big Ten Network Plus for the Wisconsin and Maryland women at 6. Big Ten hoops tonight on BTN. Ohio State Rutgers at 7. Minnesota, Nebraska at 9. The rest of the college basketball find at glennclarkradio.com. ESPN's got Bulls, Hornets, 7.30. Warriors, Jazz at 10. TND, Predator, TNT, Predator Stars at 8. Islanders, Canucks at 10.30. Olympics, of course, tonight on all the uh, NBC networks. Uh, some high Highlights, USA China men's hockey tonight at 8 on USA and tonight at 8 on CNBC, USA, Russia, women's curling are some of the Olympics highlights. Southampton and Tottenham Hotspur at 245 on USA this afternoon. Anything that stands out non-sports-wise? Um, the Book of Boba Fett finale on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Pam and Tommy episode 4, The Master Beta. They only, they're only doing one episode now moving forward a week? I, I, I believe so. They did oh, the same thing with Peacemaker. Where they aired three. Uh, so The Master Beta episode 4 is tonight. Very um, and then the Jeopardy National College Championship continues oh, on ABC at 8. Can't miss that. Yeah. Cannot miss that. All right. Uh, what's coming up at Drew's Morning Dish? What's tomorrow? Thursday? Yeah. Uh, we got Maryland, Iowa preview tomorrow. <laughs> You're still doing that. You're still pretending like these games matter. God they bless play, you. They play tomorrow. They play I'm Iowa. aware, but you're pretending they can actually like win tomorrow. you're pretending like somebody cares. They could win tomorrow. Sure, who cares? Well, I don't know if you know this. There's a state school. <laughs> I get it. Do are they? They are. Either down there in DC. Like, come on. Man, they are terrible. They're really bad and they're uninteresting. They come on. Who's getting the job? I don't know. We were talking. Somebody brought up Wes Miller to me this week. That's a really an interesting name. Guy? Yep, one hundred percent. That's a really interesting name that I hadn't thought about at all. I think ultimately, if you, if I had to bet, it's Andy Enfield or it's Kevin Willard. It's one of Both those two. Of those are do not. Neither of them move the needle. Well, I mean, who do you think they're going to get that's going to move the needle, Drew? Like, n- tell me the guy they're going to hire that's going to move the people will care I'll about. Give you, I'll give you quickly. I gotta go. I gotta go. We gotta wrap. Gotta laugh. What? You want to move the needle? Yeah. Turgeon. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, <laughs> Drew's morning. Would that move the needle no. or not? No. We, yeah, I guess it would piss <laughs> people off. You're right. So dumb. Drew's well, morning. Come on back, old fella. Drewsmorningdish.com to find just scorching takes like that. Uh, at It's a Hooded Forum on Twitter as well. Thanks to Trey Mancini. We'll get that up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Chigaconquo is scheduled to join us tomorrow, Maryland tight end. He's going to be uh, going. He's gonna get drafted. He's going to be at the Combine here in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll make our final picks of the season on tomorrow's show with KZ. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, the CIAA Tournament, Great Eights Memorabilia, Live Casino and Hotel, Underdog Fantasy Football, Blue Line Canine, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Paul. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Valley the Third. Follow us, Alan, on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday night. Uh, go local teams. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. If you're with us on video, give us a minute. Hit refresh. We'll be back. Uh, if you're with us on audio, do nothing. Coming up next, the press box. Fan- or no, that's what we do in the regular season. It's simply the bets. That's what's coming up next.
Welcome into Simply the Bets, brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley with you. Coming up on the program, we'll head out to Vegas. Our buddy Aaron Oster from VEASAN will tell us about some bets that we should be thinking about this week. In just a minute, Bruce Billick, the uh, general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, will check in with us. Get some final thoughts about Super Bowl betting. That is to come. And, of course, still some spots available, I am told, if you still want to be there on Sunday to hang out in Sports and Social in the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel for the big game. You can still do it. Email right now, events at sportssocialmd.com. That's events at sportssocialmd.com. Email them right now to get your spot for the big game on Sunday because it really is the last couple of spots that are available. It is the best place to be. You can hang out, watch the game, get your live bets in. Nowhere better to be for the big game than the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Um, I have a week ago told you guys I had fallen in love with one particular prop bet, which was the one that if the game ends with a walk-off Evan McPherson field goal, on the final play of the game, you cash in significantly at plus 1,200. I still think it's a bet I'm going to put in, not because I am so confident it's going to happen, just more of the, like, it could happen and the number is so good, how do I not take a chance on it, right? Like, how do I not at least dance with that particular bet? And those are the ones that I'm looking for this week. I've got a lot of people that are telling me bet the under which seems weird. Like, it just sort of seems unlikely that the under is the play for Sunday's game. Number right now is sitting at 48.5. Like, you know, that it requires the game being 24 to 20, 21 to 17, somewhere in that area in order for the number hit. I'm not feeling great about that. I, I, I get. I could hear the argument of don't bet the over more than I could hear the argument of bet the under, right? Like, I could hear the argument of just stay away more than I didn't hear the argument for the under. I get it. These teams are, you know, Cincinnati did nothing in the first half a week ago. The Rams are prone to having these stretches where they turn the ball over, they don't finish games. But I, I, this is a Super Bowl we're talking about, man. Like, I think they're going to figure out a way to score some points. I, I could also see this game being like, 34 to 10 Rams and they just get after Burrow so much that he can't do anything and that uh, that gives you the under I I, I I would actually kind of feel pretty good about betting the under eh, on this. that's a lot of people a lot of the smart people I know are telling me to do that but I'm I'm not feeling it I'm just not feeling the under again I can understand staying away from the over but I'm just not feeling betting the under I, I can't quite do that We're going to check in with our buddy uh, Bruce Billick here in just a second, uh, get his thoughts on um, how it is that you should be betting uh, Sunday's game, more on how people are betting Sunday's game, and some other things that are interesting regarding betting for Sunday. Um, Just some other props, some other things that are out there for you to bet on. In fact, why don't we go ahead and do that right now? He is the general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino Hotel. He is our friend, Mr. Bruce Billick, and he's back with us here on Simply the Bets. Bruce, what's going on, brother? How are you? Oh, we got to fix. Sorry, Bruce. We got to fix something. Yep, we'll get that fixed, and then we'll be all right. Apologies, having some technology troubles this morning. Hey, Bruce, how you doing, bud? 
How you doing, buddy? Everything's good, man. Um, so how like what has been the excitement that you have noticed from betters? What have they been most excited about in terms of getting ready for Sunday? Yeah, you know, we've seen a huge increase in traffic just over the last couple of days. Last week was obviously more of a slower week with not a lot going on in between uh, with just the Pro Bowl. Uh, but the last few days have really picked up. And, um, you know, the props are big. I think, you know, our handle is probably going to consist of probably 35% of our handle will probably be just from props alone. Wow. Wow. Is there one in particular or is it just sort of spread out against all the props? You know, we're seeing, I think, our most popular, you know, props right now currently. Um, you know, will there be a non-quarterback, uh, you know, throwing a passing touchdown? Um, will the opening kickoff be returned for a touchdown? So those are two that we've seen a lot of action on. The, the non-quarterback one is so enticing to me, dude. <laughs> like, it's just so enticing to me. There's no reason to think it's going to happen other than we were talking about this last week. If you've got a play like that in your playbook, you can't save it for your next game. Right, like no, and you've got two coaches. You know, you got McVay, who's kind of an offensive guru and genius. You got to figure he's got something like that up his sleeve uh, when all the marbles on the table. I, I I agree with you. All right, so let's let's go over a couple of things related to Sunday, um, and let me start with the way that the line has moved. It, it hasn't moved significantly um, over the course of these ten days, but it does seem like it's moved. It, like a half a point here and there a couple of times during the course of these 10 days. Yeah, it's bounced around. You know, uh, on Championship Sunday, it opened up at three and a half, uh, quickly got bet up to four, even got up to four and a half at one point. Uh, and it's now currently really kind of settled in at, at four currently. And I, I don't I don't see it moving much from there. Yeah, I don't think so either. It feels like it's sort of been like freezing in that, that general area is sort of where we've been. Um, the, I, I was, we were just talking a second ago about the number and I've had a lot of like smart money people try to sell me on betting the under and I, you know, Bruce, you and I have talked about this. The majority of us, we are very allergic to the idea of betting the under, right? Like it, it just makes the experience so unpleasant to bet the under, but I get it. The number is ticked up because everybody likes betting the over. So the number is ticked up. And at some point you sit there, say to yourself, like, are we confident both of these teams are scoring 24 points in this game, right? Like, are we confident that they're getting over that number of 48 and a half? It's what makes it so tricky. Yeah, if you're looking at the general public, I mean, currently on uh, the total set at 48 and a half, uh, our current handle, 62% of the handle is on the over. That, that, that makes sense. Is on the under. Uh, so people, yeah, it's, it's just not. Oh, Bruce, you want to see tons of action in the game. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. All right, a couple things I want to cover with you. Bruce Billick, general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. I saw this offer, and I didn't think there was any way it could be real. It, it, it explain to me this. You mean to tell me that I could show up right now at Live Casino Hotel in the FanDuel Sportsbook, bet on one of these teams on the money line, and you're going to give me 56-1 to 1 odds? So there's a little caveat to that. It's not in our retail uh, book in Maryland. Oh, uh, that okay. is only an online offer and approved market. So uh, Virginia, Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So so in our online approved market. So they are offering 56 to one, uh, 56 to one odds on the Bengals or Rams to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you simply place a five dollar money line wager on either team to win. If that team wins, you get two hundred eighty dollars in cash. Well, somebody's going to have to make a drive today. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> going to have to go get in their car and uh, and just scamper on over across the state line because that is not, a bet. Not too long of a drive for those kind of odds. Nope. Right? 
nope, something I'm going to have to do. Just the way that I'm going to have to do it. Uh, the public right now, let's, let's talk about some of the props, Bruce. The public right now seems to love Tails. Again, this goes back to the idea that Tails never fails. Um, overwhelmingly, people are betting Tails. Does that move the odds for the coin toss? No, the odds really haven't moved on that. You know, the odds have stayed steady, but I will tell you 85% of our handle is on Tails. Uh, everybody wants to start the Super Bowl off with a, with a winner before the game even starts, so uh, it's typically typical for what we usually see, but currently 85% of the handle is on Tails. The, the action seems to be uh, between the two quarterbacks. There's greater belief in Matt Stafford so far. Yeah, that's actually, you know, Matt Stafford, um, you know, we, we've got a it's almost a battle. We've got, um, you know, he's definitely the clear choice from as far as passing yards. We got 98% to, uh, of the bets are on staff to throw over 281 and a half yards. Um, and those, you know, that, that believe in Joe Burrow, we have uh, him throwing more touchdown passes. So 98% of the bets um, are on Burrow to throw over one and a half touchdowns in the Super Bowl. That's really interesting, right? Like it's just—that's a huge number, ninety-eight percent, and for it to be split that way is just really kind of bizarre. Um, I have there's a bet, Bruce, that I'm telling you. I'm—I I talked about it last week. That Evan McPherson bet to, to kick a field goal to, and, and the final play of regulation—I can't shake it, right? Because I assume if the Bengals win, they're winning by a close score, and and it makes a lot of sense. Um, it seems as though the public is a big believer in Evan McPherson and how many points he's going to score on Sunday. Yeah, we have uh, the public's really backing him to go over 7.5 total points in, in that game. Um, so we have 95% of the bets are on him to score over 7.5 points. So, you know, two field goals, two extra points get you there. So uh, they really, the, the public really likes that right now. The, the you know, an argument made to me over the course of the last week, Bruce, about if you're going to bet on Super Bowl MVP odds, you're better off laying off the wide receivers but betting maybe a Rams defensive player because you'll get great odds on those players, and it's totally plausible. The story of this game could be the Rams front seven overwhelming the Bengals' offensive line. What types of odds are like we looking at if you wanted to bet not just say Aaron Donald, but Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. Like, is there a real opportunity there to make some money on an MVP bet? Yeah, I mean, you're looking on some of those defensive guys. You're looking at well over thirty to forty to one on those odds. Um, so it's, it's a nice little payout on a you know on a, on a smaller wager. And, and I think you're right. I, I think if this game is going to play out the way most people think it is, uh, that defensive line is stout. They've got some playmakers on that side of the ball. I, I think it's uh, it's a really nice shot because. Um, I, I really think if the Rams are going to win this game, then defense is going to have to do some spectacular things, and uh, it's, it's not a bad wager. All right, Bruce, tell me about the super game or the same game parlay that um, I, I, this this is incredible. This this most popular same game parlay so far all seems to be like totally plausible to me if these four players score touchdowns. Yeah, you know, same game parlay, we're, we're, we're looking at that as potentially being almost 35% of our handle. Um, you know, it's, 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 we, we, we brought this on as a product, and, and uh, our customers absolutely love it. Um, they, they, they actually, actually, the most current bet same game parlay, most popular one currently, is for Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Adele Beckham, and Joe Mixon all to score anytime touchdowns. And that's currently at seventeen to one odds. So a hundred dollars is going to pay you seventeen hundred dollars 
if those four players score a touchdown in Super Bowl 50. And, and again, that's Cup, Chase, Beckham, and Mixon. And again, all of that sound those seem like they're likely to be four popular players for people to pick as anytime touchdown scorers during the course of the game. Yeah, you know, again, we go back to kind of historically, if you look over the playoffs, those guys have, have found a way into the end zone in multiple playoff games. So uh, it's easy to see why the public thinks it's, it's a pretty good chance for those guys I, to get into the end zone here. I might as go as far to argue that if for some reason you're not putting in a bet for Cooper Cup as an anytime touchdown scorer himself, <laughs> then you just don't you just don't like money. Like at this point, it's unbelievable. It's, it's insane. In yeah. And and you still get pretty good odds despite the fact that he always scores touchdowns. It's not like you're at a place where he's, you know, like minus three hundred at this point or something like that. Like you still no, can exactly. make some money just by betting Cooper Cup as an anytime touchdown scorer and almost go ahead and cash it the moment you put the bet. In. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's, it's it, it, it kind of speaks out to you. It kind of gives you. Um, hey, this is kind of almost a guarantee, but yeah, we currently have Cooper Cup as an anytime touchdown, currently minus one ninety. Uh, so the odds are, you know, a little bit heavier, but um, you know, he's he's very very likely to get in the end zone. For right. The, for the right. Win this football it game. just it just feels like I'm letting you borrow my money for a couple of seconds, right? Like here, you can borrow <laughs> my money. And there then, you go. Hold it for a few minutes. Right. And, and, take it back and, and then you're going to give it back, and you're going to give me a little more. <laughs> I'm just taking a little more money when I get my money back from you, Bruce. I guess we should remind everybody, if you do want to put a same-game parlay bet in, you do have to go to the kiosks at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino Hotel, correct? That is correct. So if you do want to place a same-game parlay, you're going to have to go to one of our uh, 51 self-service betting kiosks that's only available on the kiosk. And, you and those kiosks are 24-7. And, of course, you can still do cross-event parlays, things along those lines while you're there, right? Like you can Correct. Still... You can cross, you know, NBA with, with the Super Bowl or NHL or any of those types of sports you can cross-parlay. No question about it. Those are all still available. Anything else that you've in, that's jumped out at you and you've said, man, in getting ready for this game, this is the one that I, I can't shake. I can't ignore this. I really love this particular prop. Yeah, you know, there's a few that kind of, but there's one that just keeps coming at me. It's it's probably pretty boring, but um, total punts in the game is six and a half. I I really like the over. Really? I think I I, I mean I think everybody thinks this is going to be a shootout. This game reminds me of I don't know if you recall, but the Patriots Rams Super Bowl they ended up being a a very low scoring game. Um, you know, but Cincinnati struggled to score against Kansas City. They got, you know, they got a few bounces their way in the second half. The Rams, I can see McVay wanting to slow things down, run the football. Um, and again, that defense is tough. So, you know, can Joe Burrow step up and and make plays? I, I can see this being a pretty tough defensive battle. I could absolutely like if you're betting the under, right? Like, why wouldn't you bet the over on punts? You know what I mean? Like, it, exactly. Why, why, why wouldn't if you think this game is finishing under forty-eight and a half, then it would make all the sense in the world for you to combine that bet with a bet for over six and a half punts. I yeah. mean, for me, it almost correlates exactly. Yeah, I, I think that you would have to do that. Anything else? Um, you know, obviously we're talking so much Super Bowl because that's that's what people are talking about. But is there anything else recently? I know you you and I talked last week about Olympics betting. Is there anything else that you're seeing a lot of action on right now, or that's sort of on your radar from a betting perspective? We're seeing a ton of action. Our customers absolutely love the same game parlays in the NBA. Uh, we've had a few really big payouts and nice hits over the last week, week and a half. Uh, you know, people are coming in, they're betting. Um, you know, a certain player to get a double-double and that team to win, and then parlaying that with other 
uh, NBA games that night too as well. So that's been probably one of our our biggest markets uh, from our customers. And I guess we should remind everybody, like, if if you love, you know, let's just say that that you love the Rams. I, I had somebody say this to me the other day. They said, I, I think this game is a laugher. I think the Rams overwhelm the Bengals. I think they can get alternate point spreads too, correct, at, at the machines. You can you can buy alternate points. You can points. get them Yep, you can get them at the kiosk or at the tills. All you have to do is ask for the alternate spread, and you can move that, you know, you can move the total or the spread to pretty much anything you want. You know, I, obviously the, the line is currently sitting at Rams minus four, but if you wanted to, to move that to Rams plus seven and a half, you can do that. If you wanted to move it, you felt like the Bengals were going to win this game, you know, pretty easily, you can move it to the Bengals minus three and a half and get, you know, plus odds on it. So yeah, we absolutely have all those options. A very interesting tidbit on that is the FanDuel Sportsman does has the industry leading. We have 550 betting markets for the Super Bowl, um, which is which is more than anybody currently right now. Wow, wow, that is incredible. My word, there could not be. You're gonna find something you love. I guarantee you that. You're gonna find something that you say, I am confident. This is playing out during the course of this game when you get down there. Um, yeah, you are. It really is one of those days where, you know, it's all about the customer experience, whether you're, you know, a football fan or not. Everybody loves the Super Bowl, so we'll have something for somebody. And worth pointing out, too, like, there is nothing quite like watching the big game at, in the sports book at, at Live Casino and Hotel. My God, the atmosphere that's going to be in there on Sunday with everybody getting their live bets in. Um, there's just nothing like it. Like, you can go anywhere and hang out and watch the game with your friends. There's nothing like the atmosphere that you're going to feel hanging out and watching the game Sunday in the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's going to be awesome. you got a 100-foot video wall with you know, the biggest game of the year on it, tons of people, uh, great food, great drinks. So there's not much more you could ask for. Bruce, always appreciate you, my friend. Uh, look forward. You and I are going to be talking about all sorts of new, new sports in the coming <laughs> weeks, right? We're going to be talking about betting golf and betting NASCAR. All of it. 100%, man. We're going to be talking about all sorts of those things. Bruce, appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for checking in with us. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. Have a great weekend. Bruce Billick, channel manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Uh, getting us ready for Sunday, man. That that combine combining Chase, Mixon, Beckham, and Cup all to score touchdowns, and getting that seventeen to one. Ooh, that is tasty. That's really tasty. Ten dollar bet pays out one hundred seventy bucks. Don't have to don't have to risk all that much. Just toss it in there. Hey, let's just see. That's tasty, man. I can't I can't ignore that one. That one might get a couple of dollars from your boy. That one might get a couple of shekels sent that way. All right. It is Simply the Bets. Thanks to Bruce Billick. Uh, we're actually going to grab a break, and then when we come back in, we're going to check in out in Vegas with our buddy Aaron Oster from VEASAN, and he's going to give us a few thoughts on uh, some bets that he likes or doesn't like coming up during the course of this week. That's next as we continue on. Simply the Bets, presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit MD Gambling help.org. That first sip. 
That first bite mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. After being virtual in 2021, the CIAA Men's and Women's Basketball Tournament is headed to Charm City this February 22nd through 26th. The CIAA is an event that has become a celebration of family, culture, and accomplishments that uplift and strengthen the African-American community. See the excitement in person as some of the best college basketball in the country comes to Baltimore's Royal Farms Arena with the CIAA Men's and Women's Conference Tournament. Get your tickets now at CIAA. AATournament.org. That's CIAATournament.org. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out BuyAToyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. All right. It's actually Simply the Bets today is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Getting ready for the uh, big game on Sunday. That's where you're going to want to be. It is always, frankly, where you want to be, but um, particularly for this one. There is no better place for you to be than the Live Casino uh, Hotel FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the best place to bet and watch live sports. Walk up and make your bet at any of our 24-7 betting kiosks. The 51 self-service betting kiosks are dispersed throughout the property or visit our personal betting windows to place a bet with a sportsbook representative. Get that bet in and then relax. Watch the game on the massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, and 40 HD TVs for the ultimate sports viewing experience. It's time to get our five L's of sports betting this week as we turn the show into Simply the Wurtz, which is an inside joke for those of you that listen to Jobbing Out. He is our friend Aaron Oster from VEASAN, and he's back with us now here on Simply the Bets. What's going on, man? How are you? You know, just gearing up for Sunday. Nope. Hang on, Aaron. we gotta, we got to get something. Aaron, hang on a second. We'll get that fixed. Our apologies. Yeah, we got some technology troubles that are bothering us. Let's try that one more time. Oh, sorry about that, pal. Everything good? Everything's good. Just watching these uh, Super Bowl tickets pile up on my nightstand next to me, and uh, we'll Wait. see exactly how many I get. Oh, week. how many? How many do you have in so far? Uh, right now, I think it's uh, about seven or eight bets. Oh, I, but, I was uh, expecting you to say seventy or eighty when you started. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm I'm holding off right now. But, I mean, these, these props keep rolling out. It seems like every day you yep. see a new new one drop out. So. 
there's definitely some I've been kind of keeping an eye on just to see where the market moves, but uh, I'll definitely have more. Than What's that. the most bizarre thing you bet on so far for the, the, the game? Uh, probably the uh, Bengals to take the first time out in the game. <laughs> I, all right, I love that one, actually. <laughs> I do kind of love that one. How do you feel about uh, over and under six and a half punts? You know, I actually, that one's tough. I actually kind of like the under in that one. I think there's going to be a Ooh. lot of, like, long field goal attempts. Okay, all there's right. A, a lot of weird stuff there. There there are a couple interesting plays you can do. I, I A lot of people disagree with me. I kind of like the Rams to score before punting. But, you know, we can get into that. That's actually not one of my uh, five, yeah, five L's. That's L's. kind of a little bonus pick in there. All right. I like the Rams to score before punting. Score before punting for the Rams. All right, let's get into the five L's. Uh, Aaron uh, gives us a few bets that we should have our eye on. Something local, something long-term, something that's a long shot, something that's a loser, and something he loves. We begin on the local front. Aaron, give me something local that you got your eyes on. All right, well, here's a local game that's being played locally as uh, UMBC is hosting Hartford uh, today. UMBC is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at this one, and, and Hartford, one of the worst defensive teams in basketball. So, obviously, you're looking at UMBC in this one if you're going to play them, but you also need to look at their opponent. And the line, six-and-a-half, a little bit large, but there's definitely the potential there that Hartford just has a terrible defensive game. And UMBC has uh, the uh, players in Keandre Kennedy and LJ Owens to really take advantage of that. Um, you look at some of the numbers, some of the analytics numbers, it's just kind of a mismatch when it comes to offense versus defense. Now, granted, Hartford actually does have a pretty good offense, so if you tell me there's a backdoor cover involved, something like that, very possible, always possible in a spread like this. But I actually feel pretty comfortable in laying the six and a half at home with the uh, NBC. For what it's worth, the NBC, of course, has won five games in a row, and in that stretch, only no, actually, that's, that's not true. Only two of them have been more than the six and a half. So one of them was a six-point win at Albany, and two of them were very close games. So, eh, you know, something to file away, but I'm with you. I think I like that, too, at six and a half tonight for UMBC against Hartford. All right, give me your uh, long uh, – what do we do second? Do we long-term or long shot? Which I don't even remember which one's second on the list. So go wherever you want to go. Well, let, let's go with long-term. Long shot, I'm going to go with the Super Bowl. So let, let's have some fun with the Super right. Bowl at the end. Let's go long-term, which obviously is not the Super Bowl, since that's only a few days away now. Um, but we are talking NFL. And specifically, the NFL draft, I know not many people have started to turn towards that, but that's where you can honestly get some of these best uh, long-term bets, the long-term values, when people haven't really started to think about the market yet. And in this case, um, you know, I know you, you follow the senior day, you follow all the news out of it, and uh, senior bowl, and the senior bowl really turned into the Malik Willis. It really did. It really did. Um, so I'm kind of looking at that, and specifically I'm also looking at what the Jaguars might do at number one. And my thing is, looking at the board right now, you're looking at guys like Hutchinson and Thibodeau, the uh, defensive linemen up top. There are three offensive tackles, Evan Neal, Charles Cross, Aquanu. Uh, um, but they're all, none of them are transcendent prospects. None of, all of them are very good, but none of them are, are kind of the guys you normally think of at the true top of the draft. So I think the Jaguars are going to try to trade out of there. And I think that you're going to see them really try desperately, as I think they'd be happy with any of those five players um, going. So I'm looking at a team like maybe the Houston Texans, maybe the Carolina Panthers, maybe even if they're willing to pay enough, so a team like the Denver Broncos, try to trade up to one, try to get past the Lions, and take a quarterback. And right now, Ooh. all the buzz is about Malik Willis. Ooh. And Malik Willis you can get at 40-1. to 1. Yeah. 
So uh, this is something, again, you know, you put down 20 bucks right now. It may not happen, but is there a better than a 2% chance, which is 40 to 1 implies? I think there is better than a 2% chance that someone trades up there. And uh, Malik Willis getting him at 40 to 1, I, I think that's a great long-term play right now. You could have made this your long-term and your long-shot bet, by the way. Holy I crap. Know. Malik Willis, number one overall, sitting at 40 to 1. Uh, for what it's worth, again, Aiden Hutchinson's plus 160, Evan Neal plus 300, Kayvon Thibodeau plus 400, uh, uh, Akima Kwanu is plus 750, Charles Cross plus 3,000. So that's that's fascinating. He is the first quarterback on the board at the moment. Kenny Pickett at uh, 50 to 1, and Matt Corral at 60 to 1 behind him. But man, I. Nobody is talking about a quarterback going number one overall, man. That is uh, that is an out there bet, dude. That is out there. Well, if that's not your long shot, I don't know what the hell is. Like, what the hell could your long shot be if it ain't Malik Willis at forty to one odds? Well, to be fair, it is less of a long shot than uh, Malik Willis, but Shoot. it's a shorter term play. I'm looking at the Super Bowl here. And um, I'm looking at the fact that Tyler Higby's out of the game and the Rams still love their tight ends. So I'm looking at uh, certain bets on uh, Kendall Bland. I really think that uh, first touchdown, 15-1, to is a fun bet there. Um, far less of a long shot there would be a plus 260 anytime touchdown. But if you do want an anytime touchdown around this bet, uh, ben Skronik. Of course, Kendall is, Blanton scored the first touchdown in the Buccaneers game, and no one exactly. cashed in on that. No one cashed in. It was a much bigger uh, bet than fifteen to one in the Bucks game. Yes, I because when he when one. he scored, we all looked at each other and said, "Who the f is that?" <laughs> is yeah, I, I, I believe depending on the book, it was anywhere from eighty to one to one hundred twenty-five to one. So Yikes. good on you if you were able to cash yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, my God, if you if you nailed it, uh, kudos to you. Holy crap! But, but the uh, person going into the Kendall Bland role now, the the second tight end is uh, Ben Skrownick, who is a plus six hundred anytime touchdown. There is. I think I saw there was a. Does Ben Skrownik score a fifty-plus yard touchdown prop? Because of course, remember he dropped the one uh, last week. Like he had it. Like it was. He, right. He broke behind and he dropped it. And like I looked at him, like mm, that's 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 tasty, but I can't do it. I can't put any money on Ben Skrownik to do anything because it's just not a wise investment of my funds at this point. I can't play along those lines. All right, so so fifteen to one for Kendall Blanton as the first touchdown score for Sunday. Yeah. All right, all right, that's the long shot. Give me something, Aaron. Aaron Oster from Veasan is with us. Give me something that you look at and say, no, no, stay the f away. That is a loser. All right, so we kind of established last week that how I'm looking at this isn't necessarily like there is no way this was coming home, but. This is just not a good bet. There is no value here. There is negative value here. You're betting on something that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to uh, go after one of everyone's favorite bets when it comes to the Super Bowl. Please, I beg you, don't bet on the coin toss. Okay, all right, this is interesting. Yeah, I just got this number given to me. 85% of bets on the coin toss so far with Fandle, of course, are on tails. Like, of course. Of course, tails never fails. Tails never fails. What's interesting about it is, it, it, this goes back to the, like, I'm sure you've hold, heard this old saying before. Um, if you flip a coin 49 times and it turns up heads all 49 times, what are the odds that it'll be heads the 50th time? Well, it's 50-50, 50-50, 100%. So all of the money on the coin toss is coming in on tails, 
and yet it doesn't move the odds whatsoever on the well, coin toss. Here, here's the thing. So wait, what are the odds of it coming up heads and tails? In general? Yeah, or heads or tails. What are the odds it comes up? 50-50. What did we just say? Yeah, 50-50. Yep. Plus 100 odds, correct? Yes. You're betting 105 on either side. Well, I, I, I get that, right. So, like, I understand what you're saying. It's essentially negative odds that doesn't make any sense. Like, there's there's no way to win on betting the right. coin toss. And I get it. It's fun. It's that everything. If you really want to bet the coin toss, talk to the guy next to you. Be like, hey, you like heads, right? I like tails. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. You know, and guarantee somebody's getting some money out of it. Like, I understand that. That's interesting to me. You, you say it's a loser. That's the only part that I have. Like, I understand the argument for staying away from it. I don't really understand the argument for a loser. Like, it, well, you've got a 50-50 chance. Exactly, but but you're not paying 50-50 odds. So that's why I view it as a loser bet. It's All not right. necessarily All a right. bet that will lose. It's just a bet that you shouldn't make if you're trying to be a winning gambler. All right, all right, very good. And then give me something that you love, a bet that you just say, I absolutely love this. Oh, man, there's so many. As I said, the uh, bets are piling up. There are so many bets to make. I feel like we could have done, you know, 30 minutes just on the loves. But I, I will give you this one because I, I do love it. I've loved this uh, variations of it all season long. Um, Cooper Cup, obviously a great player. I mean, we I, talked about it last I, if, week. If you're, not, if you're not betting Cooper Cup as an anytime touchdown scorer in a football game, you just don't like money. <laughs> you well, just... yes. And, and there are so many ways to play. You can do 100 yards. By the way, there, there are you know single-game parlays. There are actual parlays you can get uh, at the sports book that are like 100 yards of touchdown. Love uh, that for you Cooper know, Cup. It, it, there's one that we were just talking about a second ago with uh, Bruce Billick, the general manager of the FanDuel Sportsbook. Um, the, the it's a it's a it's a cup Beckham Chase Mixon all four all anytime touchdown scores parlay mm-hmm. that that pays out seventeen to one, and that's a lot of fun. I, I absolutely uh, I mean I totally get it. I do expect Beckham. I do actually Chase would actually be the one guy I'm a little concerned about because he's one. got because he's got Ramsey on him, right? He's got Ramsey on him, and, and he has, he does have quite a few games that are just like. You know, 150 yards, but don't, doesn't get in the end zone. A lot of times, you see Burrow look for Higgins or or Boyd or Zoma when they get inside. You know, inside well, it's the probably 10. not going to be a Zoma on Sunday. I'm just going to well, not Zoma, but you know, yeah, I'm just saying in the games, he, he looks right. away for tends to look away from Chase and short yardage sometimes. Yep. But um, I mean, look, 17 to one. All right, g- give me give me the one you love the most, and then we'll let you share yeah. a couple other ones that you love. All right, uh, the Cooper. As I was saying, Cooper Cup. Uh, I really love over 29 and a half yards for his longest reception. Uh, he's hit this one fairly consistently this year. He's hit it, done it in six of the last nine, and even in those three, they came up as like 29, 26, and 25. So he's always catching a big catch. And look, we know what's going on with this Bengals secondary. It's not very good. Uh, this is one that could catch, you know, almost instantly. And I always love these, you know, ones that can go in the first quarter. So yeah, I, I think Cooper Cup over twenty nine and a half yards for his longest reception is really. If great you're bet. if you're betting that, should you also bet Cooper Cup to have the longest reception of the game? <sighs> the only thing, the only reason that that one uh, makes me a little nervous is, is because of the presence of Jamar Chase. Jamar okay. Chase can, you know, yes, he has Jalen Ramsey on him, but all it takes is one catch for him to get away and scamper for 70 yards all right so those are our five l's for the week but you say there's other ones that you love so just for the fun of it aaron toss out a couple other bets that you love for this week uh it's actually not on FanDuel yet but again they, they've been adding new props basically every day so kind of keep your eye out for this one uh total sacks in this game it's been showing up about five uh at most places i really like the over on that one 
Uh, I, I mentioned. What are you the, suggesting? Right. The Bengals' uh, offensive line isn't good. How dare you? I've not, I'm not, I, I, I know. I know that one's really tough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I absolutely think that one. Uh, actually, another Cooper Cup one that I really like, and this one I'm pretty sure is going to go up because right now FanDuel doesn't have anything on rushing attempts for any players, which means they're still kind of populating it. They're just looking to see uh, who's healthy and stuff. Give me a over .5 rushing attempts for Cooper Cup. That one Ooh. generally is, I'm, I'm seeing it elsewhere at plus 175. And he's getting a lot of rushing attempts lately. Or not, not rushing attempts, but in a game. They try to get him a rush. I believe it's six of the past eight games he's gotten a rush, and you're getting plus money on that. I, that that's my favorite bet overall. I didn't want to put it as my love just in case FanDuel doesn't put that up. Yeah. But keep your eye out for that one because I really love that bet. Um, there is an odds boost available right now from FanDuel that I'm going to run by you. That They have both Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow each throwing at least one touchdown pass in both halves at plus 350 from plus 280. And Ooh. that one's a little juicy for me. That one's a little, yeah. like, what is the real chance? I guess somebody would say, hey, look, you know, look at what happened to the Bengals in the first half last week, and certainly it's possible. But I, I, I got to feel pretty good about both quarterbacks throwing touchdown passes in both halves. Yeah, I, I would definitely like that one. And, and what you just said is that absolutely my first thought was, man, what if the Bengals start a little slow? Right. And I'm pretty sure the Rams score early. Um, and I guess the other question would be, oh, God, what if this turns into, you know, Rams get to Burrow over and over again and they just kind of shut things down, they get up big. But I don't expect that to happen. That's one of the things. All these uh, bets I'm giving out right now are not the traditional spread or total just because there are so many different ways I could see this game going. Yep. Um, I have really, so uh, by I, the way, I have really struggled with that this week. Like I have, I have, I think I finally decided, and I'm not going to say until tomorrow, but I think I finally decided how it is that I'm going to bet, but the, bet the game just on the spread. But like, I have genuinely struggled with it a few times this week. Cause I, I, I feel like we've been too simplistic in saying that the story of this game is going to be the Bengals offensive line. We've been saying that for mm-hmm. weeks. Like we've been right. saying for weeks that this is all going to come down to the Bengals offensive line. And all they've done is go out and win the football games anyway. So I, I don't know. I'm with you. By the way, oh, one other thing. If you do like the Rams, Stafford is for MVP is plus. I believe it's plus one twenty five at FanDuel right now. Yeah, that's and, and you're giving minus two hundred if you're betting the money line. I would absolutely sprinkle on uh, Stafford at plus one twenty five. There, I just think. I thought you were on here last week talking about all the defensive MVP candidates and saying you those, should those be are put- my long shots. But I'm just saying, if you if you don't play the basically what I'm saying is if you're thinking about playing the Rams on the money line, right? Get the extra juice, play Stafford. I get that. You say parlay them or, or separate them. Separate. Yeah. It, it basically, I would almost say instead, if you want to do it this way, don't don't bet the Rams on the money line. Just yeah, yeah just instead of instead of go playing a hundred dollars to win fifty dollars at minus two hundred. Yep. Pay a hundred twenty or play a hundred dollars to win one hundred twenty-five dollars on Stafford. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I completely get it. It protects you, right? If they if they win on a last second score and they only win by three points, and you're protected in that way, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I hear you. I hear you. It does leave that you vulnerable to the one scenario, which is that the story of this game does end up being that Bengals offensive line and the fact that the Rams defense overwhelms and that leads to a Von Miller and Aaron Donald Super Bowl MVP. That's the only thing that or, be vulnerable. Yeah, to. I mean, the other the other way you could play that is whatever you were going to play, split that in half. Play half on the money line, half on the yeah, MVP. Sure, sure. Sort of hedge yourself a little bit there. 
Yep. All right, uh, Aaron Oster, remind everybody about uh, Veasan, what you guys are doing, and and where they can uh, be watching and listening to your uh, your programming. Uh, check out Veasan. We are from Vegas. We are a sports gambling network, and of course, we have a bunch of Super Bowl stuff going on. We have our uh, fifty six straight hours of Super Bowl coverage starting Friday night. You can check that out at Veasan dot com. We have our bowl uh, Super Bowl betting guide. Check that out at VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl. That's absolutely free. If you are in, of course, the Baltimore area, you can see our programming on uh, Masson. Follow the money and the Lombardi line. You can see during all week long. And you can also, if you have the Xfinity app, check us out right there, VEASAN, on your Xfinity app. At the A. Oster on Twitter is how you give him a follow. Aaron Oster, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week, all right? All right. Have a good Super Bowl, everybody. It's Aaron Oster from Veasan checking in with us here on Simply the Bets with his five L's for this week. All right, uh, a couple of thoughts as we wind down. One, I want to give a, a shout out to the uh, CIAA tournament, which is coming to Baltimore here in just a couple of weeks. It's going to be at Royal Farms Arena. It is such an incredible event. It does so much for the community, and the basketball is really good. Get your tickets CIAA Tournament dot org. That's CIAA Tournament dot org. So. I'm, you know, we've we focused basically everything. I mean, I know Aaron threw in um, the UMBC game tonight. We focused basically everything on the Super Bowl. Of course, simply the bets is going to continue beyond this week. We'll be continuing to do it every Wednesday, and so we will. As I was joking about with Bruce, we will be diving into other sports and sports that, admittedly, I am not an expert when it comes to betting. I know you're going to find this hard to believe. I don't know what the best way is to bet the Phoenix Open this weekend. I don't know what the best way is to bet uh, Daytona when that comes up. But we're going to be getting into those things, and uh, Bruce and Aaron are going to be helping us out with finding out new ways to bet other events. I'm going to be learning along with you guys in some of those cases. I know plenty about football betting. I know plenty about which parlays to play. But I do not know nearly as much about betting some of the sports that we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. So I am looking forward to that as it will be a learning uh, it'll be a learning curve for me. I will attempt to tell you guys what all I bet on so that you guys can play along on Sunday. Like I think I'm going to put in four or five bets just because it makes the experience of watching the game a lot more fun. So I'm going to attempt to get those in down at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino Hotel. I really might, by the way. I, I don't have an excuse to drive. The good news for me is like I don't actually live all that far from Pennsylvania. So I might go ahead and take that drive up because I want to get those 56, that 56 to 1 boost. That um, that might be a play. That might be a play for your boy over the course of the next couple of days. Uh, Paul Valley has a tidbit of the day for us. Paul, what did you prepare? All right. Jim Mackingvale, a.k.a. Mattress Mac. Placed a February third. Placed on February. It's a very 3rd. famous person in Houston. Like he is a um, proprietor of a, a furniture company or whatever it is, and he has gotten more notoriety nationally because he just bets insane amounts of money. And I'm pretty sure he hedges most of his bets. That that's what we've actually heard. Like so, you hear something crazy, like he's betting. $10 million on the Astros to win the World Series, and you find out he also bet like $9 million the other way. Like, I'm pretty sure he's the type that hedges a good amount of his bets, but he's still, it's ridiculous sums of money that he's betting. Well, on February 3rd, he placed a bet that Caesar's Sportsbook called the single largest legal mobile sports wager of all time. 
McInvale is a, like you said, he's a Houston furniture store owner who's known for his massive bets. His Super Bowl bet this year was actually several bets made via the Caesars Sportsbook app in Louisiana, which added up to a $4,534,000 wager on the Bengals to beat the Rams straight up. If the Bengals win, Mattress Mac wins $7,707,800. So, wait, give me those numbers one more time. So he bet... Uh, yes. He placed a $4.534 million wager on the Bengals uh-huh. to beat the Rams straight up. Straight up. Money line. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if he wins, he wins $7.7078 million. Uh, I, I, I saw this quote that was out there. Um, that He said that he drove across the Texas border into Louisiana because that's you know the nature of what the laws were there. Mm-hmm. Pulled into a gas station. And placed quote like twenty different twenty thousand dollar bets on the Bengals unquote wow. like twenty twenty thousand dollar bets and then of course the um, uh, four point five million dollar money line bet apparently it's to mitigate risk from a promotional giveaway he's running at the store where customers who spend three thousand dollars on furniture will get a refund if the Bengals win. The Super Bowl. So what he's doing is to entice people to buy furniture, spend it. The Bengals win the Super Bowl. You don't have to pay for it. But the way that he's recouping that is if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, he made this insane money. Mm -hmm. Brilliant business strategy, right? Like it's a genius business strategy. Either the Rams win the Super Bowl and you made whatever money you spent on bets, you're making back in furniture that you're selling, right? Or... Bengals win the Super Bowl and you're good. You got a lot of business out of it. And like, and I don't know. I can't go through exactly how much it does for his business. I don't know because I don't believe it or not. I don't understand the furniture business the way. But it's it's a it's a somewhat genius thought process. What it is that he's doing. Um, that four point five million dollar number that he has put out there, which is insane, just nuts. I I also saw, and this isn't betting. But it's scratch-offs. A guy spent over 200 bucks on 26 scratch-offs. They all hit for $500. He, he got over six oh, that's, figures. That's neat. that's neat for him. That's very that's yeah. very neat. doesn't help me in putting bets in. But, no, it's a, but it, was, it was a cool bu- thing. Though, bully for him. Bully for that guy. Who uh, uh, clearly, uh, uh, Christmas will be nicer at his house, I assume that's the case. I think my uh, my sister gave me like 20 scratch-offs uh, for Christmas this year, and they won a combined $2. So I got that going <laughs> for me. Which uh, which is not is not nothing. It could have won a combined zero dollars. So I didn't sister win got nothing. you two bucks for Christmas. Yeah, I appreciate it. That was a very nice thought. <laughs> well, she got me the thrill. She got me the thrill of the chase. That's it. She got me. Is those moments where you're sitting there like, this could be the one. This could be the one. Which is part of the joy of betting, of course. My my sister got me a um a cast iron skillet that's shaped like America. And uh, what kind of thrill is that? There's yeah. no thrill involved in yeah, that at all. Like it's just a cast iron skillet. Yeah, she's it. not. She's not the greatest gift giver. Nah, but God love her. Thought, she tries. It's thoughtful. She it's tries. Thoughtful. It's she thoughtful. Tries You're wrong. It's very thoughtful. Very thoughtful gift. All right. Uh, very good. So thank you to Bruce Billick. Thank you to Aaron Oster uh, for helping us out this week. Hope that you get down to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel to get your own bets in. And again, if you still want a spot for the big game on Sunday, email events at sportssocialmd.com. That's events at sportssocialmd.com in order to get your spot reserved in the FanDuel Sportsbook and Sports and Social for the big game on Sunday. 
He's uh, Paul. I'm Glenn. This has been Simply the Bets. May the odds be ever in your favor.